And hello everybody, welcome to SEN After Live, I am Jay Wade, and holy shit fuck Batman if we got one today. That's right guys, episode number 27 of this SEN Live After Show, and uh, I'm flying solo as far as I don't have a co-host this week, Uh, tried hard, but that's okay, Uh, uh, Josh, get to feeling better bud, love ya. Uh, Josh the Merc Rainer, that is. A little shout out for him. He is the guy who uh, lets us all do these shows for him on his network. And uh, but but we got a great guest. Uh, we got a great guest repping a uh, a great group of guys. So uh, but before I get into that, I do need to say one thing. I need to apologize to you, the listeners. I was not able to do an episode last week. Uh, it just couldn't be helped. Um, and I'm sorry to you guys. Uh, and I'm also very sorry to Mike Kalinowski and uh, Shannon Barney. They were scheduled, and it just didn't work out on my end. Uh, we're going to get them back in, so we will definitely have them on and still planning on having David B. as guest co-host when they're on. That's going to be badass. But, uh, guys, right now, tonight, to join me to talk about, well, mostly Schmodown. I will admit it's an SEN live after show, but we're going to talk uh, a lot more Schmodown we got Matt from Schmoes of the North. Buddy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jay Wade. How about you? Thanks for having uh, me on the show, by the way. Oh, dude, no problem. No problem. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on. Um, I'm doing all right, you know. I'm just doing. I'm, I'm here, and really that's all you can ask for in, yep, in situations much. like recording shows. Because if yep. you're not here, then there's no fucking show to record, so. Yeah, exactly. This is actually my first time guesting on uh, a show that's not in the Schmoes of the North uh, universe, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, But uh, just to get a little background here, um, you personally, uh, how did you become aware of Schmoes and Christian and Schmodown and the whole whole community that he's in? He and Ellis, actually, both of them. Years ago, I was looking for movie podcasts, and I did come across the Schmoes show. However, I tried to listen to it instead of watch it, and it didn't click right away. So that was my first attempt. And then the year Force Awakens came out, I uh, I started. It was my very first movie fights episode, and I remember it was Ken Napsok who was competing, and it was a Star Wars centric one. And at the end of the episode, he'd mentioned that you know the schmoes know, the schmoes know, and and Dan had said he was competing in the movie trivia Schmodown, and I was like, oh, what's this? Because uh, I'm a big wrestling fan, have been all my life, and uh, I checked it out. It was the spectacular, the first spectacular, and I was instantly hooked because I got it right away. Like I said, rest as a wrestling fan, big movie buff, I got it, and I was hooked. And then I, I hooked onto the Schmoes and the uh, Collider and Jazz, and I've been uh, I've been on this wild ride ever since. Yeah, um, I I started uh, I started um, Jedi Council uh, just I think it was the summer before Force Awakens. Email and I was obviously you know like you searching for stuff uh, uh, about Star Wars and that's how I came across uh, Jedi Council and uh, I just I loved it and then I you know obviously start digging around and you see oh okay there's like a whole channel here a whole network and a whole group of people and they do other shows and you know at the time I wasn't really all that familiar with YouTube and and what was going on there and it blew my mind and uh, yeah I was hooked. Um, and when I discovered the Schmodown, it was probably season three or four or so. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I just, I'll tell you what, I, I love trivia, I love competition, I love movies. So it took a really long time for me to realize that it was that it was not one hundred percent serious. And um, 
I'll tell you the exact moment I realized what was going on. Um, when, uh, which in my opinion, well, this, this now is the second greatest heel move in the history of Schmodown. First being Shannon Barney balls to the wall, fucking splitting up the wild berries. That was amazing, dude. That was definitely an evil move on her part, but a really good one. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. But up to that point, uh, my opinion, the greatest heel move was Ken Knapsack ditching out on uh, on Cushing, and and then we found out that he was leaving their team and everything. And she played the the two on one team match. I I honest to God, dude, I swear, I was sitting there going, dude, Knapsack, what a dick, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> are you okay? Like, like, are like, are you running late? Like, what's going on? You know. And and I was so devastated, dude. When I found, I was like, I was like, okay, how is this going to work? Like, how how are they going to be able to have Knapsack and Cushing around each other now? Like, mm-hmm. there's no there's no way that this is going to work out behind the scenes, dude. And then I slowly started to realize it, and then I started to feel like a heel, but not that kind of heel. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. And then that's when my whole attitude turned, and. I just fell in love. I right right off the bat with the first match, I got it right away, and I I knew it because I've watched so much of that type of stuff. I knew what was going to happen with Ken and Rachel. Like I, I saw it coming a mile away. <laughs> oh, like, I it, did. Still, ex- still executed very well. Oh yeah, yeah, very well. And and dude, I'll be damned. She almost won that effing match, kind of. Yeah, if I anybody mean, could win a handicap match, it would definitely yeah. be Rachel. Yeah, I, and I, I don't. I threw the kinda in there, not as a as a jab at her, but because it is so damn difficult. You know, when you've got two people that can collect points on their own and not just together against one who can only collect one person's points, that's a huge mm. handicap. But she definitely held her own, and she's in. And sh- the Shire Wolves ended up becoming. My, they're, they're probably my favorite team. Uh, in Schmodown history to this date, as far as as far as looking at it like a sport, um, mm. as far as fun and shit like that, I absolutely love Late to the Party and the Wildberries. But yeah, Shire I, Wolves were you. just all about it. Now I'm with you on that. Now, can you imagine this? That scenario where she did the handicap match happened in early happened early in Rachel's career. Could you imagine if that had happened like last year, where she was like the legend? She would have yeah. wiped the floor with those two. Oh my gosh! And now you got my brain burning from thinking so hard, smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it's nuts to think that 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 moment was at the beginning of her career. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the uh, the new era, the the season seven here? I mean, I know the, this COVID's kind of thrown it out of whack, and it, it's not been able to be presented and rolled out as as it was intended. But I mean, as far as the concept and 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 everything like that, uh, what do you think about it and how it's going so far? I'm I'm liking it. Uh, like I, I like the whole draft thing because as as a sports mm-hmm. fan, it, it's a great great way to differentiate uh, differentiate yourself. And yeah, having your nine managers and whatnot—it's—it's it's unique, and it's essentially—it's a great way to catapult um, where you want to go from here. Like next year is going to be interesting, where you get to redraft all your players and stuff. Like I, I, I have good, good vibes about this. 
Yeah, and and it might be interesting also, uh, you know, people who, at least on the surface, because I mean, fans like us, we don't, we're not there, we don't see what's going on backstage, and we don't get to, we're not privy to those uh, conversations and relationships. So from our perspective, say there's a really good manager and in in a, in a specific player, they get along well, they're kicking ass, and then it's a blindside, and that manager just ditches them next season. You know, yeah. I mean, like just little shit like that makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, next year's draft, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a SHIT show. Can I swear on this show? Oh, dude, how? Well, d- yeah, dude, go for it. I opened the intro with the fuck word, so yeah, man. Fair feel enough. Free. Yeah, yeah. This this <laughs> this next year's draft is gonna be a shit show with a lot of people's feelings getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't. It, well, this was brought up this week. Uh, well, so I'll ask. I'll ask your opinion on it. Um, what do you think about possibly adding more teams? Because there was a question. I, damn it, it slipped my mind. I can't remember who the hell asked it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, but the question was posed to to Christian whether or not there were going to remain uh, nine uh, managers, nine factions next season, if he was going to round it up to 10, like it was initially meant to be, or possibly push it to 12. Mm -hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I've, I've got no problem pushing it up to 10. However, if you want to expand past that, it would be really cool. Don't get me wrong. You just would need, you can't do it in the current format that they're doing it now where they're renting collider, like what, twice a month or something like that. Like you, for, to do that, you would need to have your own studio. That way you can make the more matches, uh, film the more, more matches to accommodate that many uh, factions and stuff. So while it is something that I would definitely love to see, I'm not, uh, I wouldn't want it to happen in this current, current format because then we sub players, we'd only see maybe once a year or even less than that. Right. So. See, what I think would be cool would be if, you know, the, the, the re- you got the wrestling aspect um, you know, say they, they get to the point, which it's going to come. It's definitely going to come when they can get their own studio space. That mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Well, it but almost, that, according to Christian, it almost happened before this whole uh, virus uh, thing hit. Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this stupid beer bug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. You've not heard me say it, but I just, I love saying it because, damn it, it's funny. I think it's funny, at least. I still maintain that... This that this uh, that this this whole coronavirus thing was just a really bad April Fool's joke gone bad <laughs> by China trying to get the entire world drunk. God, if only, if only, yeah. you know. Uh, but but they just it poorly executed and far too early. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh god, and then I just went out of my head where I was going, but I just came back to it. Um. <laughs> Uh, but when this clears up and they get their own space, I would love to see like a, like a Raw or a SmackDown type show where like, a, say, a Friday nights instead of releasing one match or two matches, you know, something like that a week, maybe like a Friday night, you've got three or four matches with the whole show built around it. Um, and maybe even maybe even get to the point where you could do two nights a week. Um, like a SmackDown in a Raw and have two different shows. Say Tuesday night, you've got, you know, two team matches and two singles matches or intergeekdom or whatever and have three or four matches and just make shows. Um, Man, you know, know, that's something I never thought of, but hearing you say that, that would actually be really cool. And then you can incorporate like the whole backstage 
elements that you would see on a Raw or or SmackDown, like not just post and pre uh, match credit uh, scenes, but have them throughout the show. That would be actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that that just occurred to me. Actually. Well, <laughs> I, was, I wish I could sit here and say. Thought. I wish I could sit here and say, yeah, man, I've had all of these ideas for years, dude. For years, I've had all planned out what, what should happen. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not even going to go there, dude. Christian's doing a great job with this. And and when I float ideas and stuff like that, it's just, you know, dude, we geek out over shit. And we're like, dude, I would love for this to happen. Well, exactly. That's what makes us fans, right? Like, you know, it's nice to sit around and, uh, and, and dream, but we're here for the ride. And so far, the ride's been pretty good. Oh yeah, no complaints. Um, and, and and even more awesome than the draft uh, was the free agency signings. I had no oh, idea man. that shit could be so fucking crazy. But we are going to wait on that. We're going to get to Schmodown. Uh, but uh, we are an SEN live after show. Um, we are, like I said, we're, we're going to be more Schmodown heavy. But uh, but you know, this week it was great to see Roca, Brett, Kate, Ben, and Nerd Chronic on Wednesday. And speaking of Nerd Chronic, a little plug out to Hotel Nerd Podcast. Tomorrow night, they will be having uh, Nerd Chronic on there. It's live at 9.30 Eastern Time in the PM on on the Hotel Nerd uh, Network on YouTube. So uh, if I can get reception, I'm going to be listening to it live while I'm catfishing. So uh, (laughs) if I can't get reception, then I'll listen to it whenever I get reception. But uh, but Very Nerd nice. Chronicle be on there, and he's a he's a solid guy. Uh, we had him on our show once, uh, and it was a lot of fun. We'll have to get him back on again. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he's uh, somebody I've never had the pleasure of interacting with. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a lot of great insight, man. Like you know, well, a lot of you know, because here on our show we've talked to uh, to editors, but we've also talked to like Nerd Chronic. Um, and David B, who are associated with it and do work mm-hmm. for it but aren't competing. Dude, it's really cool, and I think at times more interesting to hear their perspectives and their insights of what's going on. Yeah, we, uh, like, I'm relatively new to this space myself. Like, we just started our, our network back in, uh, I believe it was January, and uh, we actually just interviewed Laura Kelly on, uh, that's a quick plug, we just dropped an interview with Laura Kelly, me and uh, my buddy Dave Lees, and uh, that was actually pretty interesting because prior to that, we had interviewed people who are pretty much not only competitors, but who make a living in this space. And it was actually pretty fascinating to hear, I guess, what you could say, an outsider's perspective on the schmodown and what it's like to come into this culture. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, yeah. She's got it. She's got an interesting perspective on the schmodown. I'll, I'll just say that. And not in a yeah, good I'll... or bad way. She just, she's got an interesting perspective on the schmodown. I dig it. Yeah, she's just, she's pretty much, she's just one of us. And I love, she was a, a great conversation. I love talking to her. I wouldn't mind having her on again. Yeah, yeah. yeah have, you, um, have you had a pleasure to interview her? Uh, yeah, we uh, we had her on, uh, let's see. We've had her on twice. We had her on by herself to talk uh, Schmodown and stuff like that. Yeah. And then about maybe four or five weeks ago, maybe six, we uh, we had uh the both she and her recording partner. I'm so sorry, I cannot remember your name. Isn't it Allison? Yes, Al. Yes, yeah. You're right. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm terrible with names sometimes. Um, oh, but we good. had both of them on from uh, from Force Toast and talked a bunch of Star Wars. Great time. 
Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, like I never heard her show until just before we recorded, and I like I told her I shouldn't have probably I shouldn't have listened to it at work because yeah, it was no. definitely not safe for work. <laughs> no, no. Uh, basically, I, I don't know if she told you this, but basically the the the, the thought process behind starting the show was to drink and cuss while talking about Star Wars. So <laughs> she, she did mention that. I'm like, well, you, you definitely, you, uh, you hit, hit that one on the head there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so check that out guys tomorrow night, if you get a chance and, uh, and Wednesday was great. I just, I've said it before. Roka is just, dude, he grows on me more and more and more every time I see him do, do, uh, any kind of content. And I really enjoy those, uh, those episodes when he's hosting, yeah, nothing against Christian, obviously, but it is you know it's nice to get a little change up once in a while. And Roke is a damn fine, fine person to. Oh, Roke is the that. best. Uh, sorry, so you weren't exactly were you a fan of his right off the bat? Because it kind of sounded like you weren't. Uh, no, I was not. Um, okay, and, and it's not like a bad way or anything. I, it's not like I mean I've never cussed him. I've never like mm-hmm. in my head, you know, I've never cussed him or been like you know. He's this, he's that. I've never had any. It's just when I was first introduced to John, there was just something about him that I didn't, that just rubbed me a little wrong. I, and I could never pinpoint what it was. Um, I think, I think maybe it's just that he's, he's so outspoken and so, mm-hmm. so, so vocal. And I am too. And at times that kind of puts me, puts me on, on guard or something. But it didn't take long, man, for him, for, for me to, I'll tell you what it was. It was Schmodown. It was okay. Schmodown, man, is what really turned me on him. Because I, for whatever reason, I just had, I don't even know what they were. I just had opinions or thoughts on what I thought he might be like. And I never knew the guy. Mm-hmm. And when I, I can't remember what match it was, but he won a match and he cried. And the emotion, and I was like, "Dude, what? Okay, that would have been that would have been the match you beat Merle, wasn't it? Maybe so. See, I'm I'm one of them sports fans. Like, uh, I, I don't really remember. I'm, I'm more of a fan of sports than I am okay. of individual teams or players. Gotcha. So gotcha. my knowledge is more just in general. I know little stuff, but I can't, dude. I'm not one of those guys like uh, who can who can tell you who played who uh, in what season and who won in specific moments. I just, the moments that, uh, that stand out for me are ones that I didn't like or didn't agree with calls that oh, okay. challenges and decisions I didn't agree with. So yeah, those definitely are, are definitely the ones that, that tend to stick just because they are well memorable. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? I've often wondered, um, Christian has listened to our show before and, I've often wondered if he thinks I'm kind of an asshole when I talk about things I don't like in the schmodown and not things like the way it's run or anything. It's being run great, but like mm. challenges, that's that, that's the thing because there's a specific challenge. Now, do you recall in, if my, my former co-host Kaylin were here, she would right now, she'd be going, not this again. Um, but uh, yeah. do you remember the team tournament last year, the Looney bin versus, ah, uh, Shazam. And there was the challenge uh, because American Psycho in the category that they that they had, had labeled it under or asked the question. Do you recall that? And Video uh, Drew challenged it? 
No, actually, I don't. I uh, actually, I took the uh, last year's Ultimate Showdown off just because life was hectic at that point. So actually, yeah. I didn't watch any of those matches. Uh, well, it it was just there. Was, okay, there was a question asked, and it was like it was in the category of order or something like that. But but what they said the cat it was in. Okay, so we'll just say this is what it is. I'm forgive me if I can't remember, but listeners will they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Who recall it? But say it, they had said from the category of horror, they asked, you know, what film Christian Bale, and the answer was American Psycho. Well, everyone at the table got it except for Drew because she was like, you know, well, it's a horror. American Psycho is a horror thriller. She was thinking that was it, but in her mind, she's like, the genre doesn't match up. So she changed it. And they gave they they agreed with her, which I agreed with because I mean in my mind in in my mind if you're going to ask a, for a category then it needs to be in that category yeah you know and and they gave it they gave her the win on the challenge but they let the other players keep the point that they got and then just ask Drew a different question for just her and I do not like that move I. Still think it was a fucking bullshit call, yeah, and I'm that what that. I just said right there. When I just said it was a bullshit fucking call, that's what I mean when I'm like. Sometimes I wonder if Christian thinks I'm an asshole because. But in my mind, I'm just a sports fan. I do the same shit. Yeah. Like fuck the Cubbies, dude. I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, dude. Fuck the Cubs. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, but in life, fans. I don't mean <laughs> fuck them. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're nice people and everything, and I would never wish them harm, but, like, in the sporting world, dude, fuck the Cubs. You a hockey fan? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. But I will say, if I was a hockey fan, I would be a Blackhawks fan just because I, I, I love their designs and their jerseys. Okay, so uh, I'm a Canucks fan, and I was living in Vancouver when they uh, lost to Boston during the Cup Finals and all the riots and stuff like that, and I've never hated a team more than the Boston Bruins, even though, like you said, they're probably great guys and I enjoy watching their stuff off the ice on the ice. Hated them, hated them, but that's just the way it goes. Right. Um, probably like my thing about the challenges is I would like more consistency. And for me, the biggest evidence of that was the Alba Elba incident from this year and the, uh, O'Reilly moment from last year. Yep. Because essentially it was the same, they were the same point was being argued, but they both went two different ways. Yeah. And since you brought that up, that made me also think, and this is one that obviously no one, and I'm not even, I, I honestly don't have an opinion one way or the other on this specific one too much, but the, uh, the Sir Lord Attenborough. Um, yeah. It, I mean, I'm, okay. If I, I really don't care, but I'm gonna go there just because we're gonna go there. Um, if if the if if the the player would have just said whatever Attenborough, okay, mm-hmm. then okay, cool, that's it. But I'm sorry if you're going to if you're going to like try to be flashy and show off and be like, oh, I know the dude's fucking title. Your title better damn well be right because there's a difference between <laughs> Sir and Lord, just like there's a difference between Chuck and Bob. Yeah, no, you know you're not wrong. That particular challenge, I didn't have a problem with it because I'm sitting there going, "That is actually good strategy on Bib's part." He tried yeah, to get Merle yeah. off his game, and it pissed Merle off. Oh boy, it did. <laughs> yeah, and a pissed off Merle is not someone you want to mess with. No. 
No, not at all. Yeah, um, I've seen too many movie fights to know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just, it, like I said, I don't care one way or the other. That is not one that I think about. That that Looney yeah. Bin Challenge, well, that's one I think about because that was a tournament in which they were playing Shazam, and if and if that question wouldn't have been botched like that and, and mm-hmm. you know, it had all gone according to plan as far as asking a question, kind of go, all that shit, that match could have very well been different, and they very well could have beat Shazam, which would have which would have completely changed the tournament. One hundred one hundred percent. Yeah, that was that's a weird outcome. Like I'm not a fan of of giving the one player their own question like that. Like if anything, well, they, it should have just yeah. wiped everybody. Yeah, it, that's that's my thing too. That's my thing too because say you know say and that's we'll just stick with the video Drew thing here mm. and American Psycho. Say everyone on that table, their strong suit is horror thriller. And Video Drew's strong suit is not horror thriller, it's romance. Okay, mm. so, I mean, it's like, so they they get a horror thriller question, they all get it right, she challenges it, it turned out the way they did, and then they ask her another horror thriller question, and it's like, okay, well, you just lopsided everything, in my mind. Because your your favorite, I don't know. It's just they should all answer the same question, in my opinion, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, no, it's it, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm with you there. Yeah, but hey, what are you going to do? But and yeah. see, and here, and I told you before we started. Sometimes to go off the rail because I'm I'm just all over the schmodown down this week, dude. I've been looking forward to this. Um, I like talking <laughs> about sports with people who know more about the sports or. It, 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 and I do because it's just yeah. it's so much more fun, dude. Um, but uh, but we also for Messi and live, they, dude. We had the full crew back today. Everybody, we had Christian, Brett, Ben, Sabrina, RB three, Bonnie, and Winston Marshall. Drip, drip, baby. Uh, I gotta watch that later. So I was working when it aired, so I missed it. Yes, uh, love the Winston Marshall, and uh, uh, I love him. Yeah. Everyone says RB3 has the best laugh, but honestly, I think Winston's reactions can give RB3 yes. runs for his money. Yes. Well, I, I, I don't know. What, what, what if you put up uh, Winston's reactions against RB3's Luke Skywalker? Because that's just gold. Yeah, it, yeah. No, you're right. There, like His Luke Skywalker, the eyes, man. The eyes that would make it. Yeah, well, it, it, it reminds me of when Brett goes in and out of the, the uh, Brett Anaconda Brett, dude. It's yeah. just like the eyes instantly, dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing and just how, how like quick they can get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and another quick plug, guys. Say it right now at the top of the show. Next week, we will have Winston Marshall on. And uh, not sure who my guest co-host will be. I'll find somebody. Uh, I got a couple ideas I've been floating around out there. See if maybe Sarah wants to do it. Sarah, Sarah, uh, she works here. Uh, Sarah hosts a show called uh, Go Get That Rose that we have here. It's a Bachelor podcast, which was kind of a spinoff from Collider Live when they used to when they started talking about Bachelor. Because we Mm -hmm. were a Collider Live after show before Christian left, and then we kind of split the crew. And uh, and. And yeah, it just uh, and yeah, there it went, dude. It just all went out of my head. Hmm. <laughs> that happens to me all the time, dude. 
Ah, uh, no, you're not the only one. I'm one of those guys. Uh, I was like, okay, I gotta go do some. I take five steps and shit. What was I going to do? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do that too. I do that yeah. too. I, I mean, I can't even remember what I started saying. <laughs> When when you were uh, like laid off or, or whatever it was, were you having a hard time remembering what day it was? Because I for sure as hell was. I'd wake up and it's like, okay, when was my D and D game? That was two days ago, mm. so that makes this Saturday. That's what it was like every day for me. Yeah, there was a Thursday, and I thought it was Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, I was getting a hold of my brother, and I'm like, dude, where are you? Like, we had plans today, and he's like, yeah. dude, Thursday, I'm working, and. Oh shit! Right on, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh man, but uh oh 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 sorry. Uh, I was just saying. Uh, they would talk about Bachelor sometimes yeah. on Collider Live, so we would bring it up on our after show, and uh, so then Sarah and I just started our own show called Go Get That Rose, um, which which it's a really fun show. She and I do that. She hosts it, and uh, but they had a new show, uh, a new a new show in the franchise that they premiered that's, that combines like singing and songwriting and shit with the bachelor shit. And I couldn't do it, dude. I just couldn't do it. So, uh, so we recruited, uh, we recruited Winston's girlfriend, Kristen to, uh, to oh, do really? it. To, yeah. So she's been guest co-hosting with Sarah for this episode or for this new show. And it's been amazing. So I was, tr- I'm trying to get Sarah in here next week with Winston. I think that could be fun yeah. too. Yeah, that'd be but, uh, a great listen. I'll definitely yeah. listen to that one. Yeah, and it's it's good because they're both they both know what they're talking about. Whereas, yeah, I'm the guy who just came in like last year was my first time ever watching this shit, and I and, and I'm I'm sitting there like, dude, all of these people are fucking insane. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm I'm not a big fan of reality TV. Like outside yeah, I mean, of the surreal life back in the day, I couldn't care less. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Vanilla Ice and and everyone he get mad at everyone for calling yeah. him Vanilla Ice and Ron Jeremy was there and he's like, man, you just gotta own it, dude. <laughs> My favorite favorite moment you cannot find a fucking clip of it anywhere is from that season. Like every all the time, the girls are trying to get him to sing Ice Ice Baby and he fucking refused. And they went to a bar that was doing karaoke and they they started singing it and you can see him like just. He's getting annoyed, and he said, "You know what? Give me the fucking mic." And he started doing it, and oh, like man. you cannot find that clip anywhere. Oh, that's a shame, dude. Yeah, like that was that was amazing. Like he had the entire karaoke bar, bar in the palm of his hand. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to do a deep dive for that. I don't know how, but I'm I'm yeah, just have good to luck. Do something. It, if you find it, let me know, man, because I've been wanting to watch it since it aired. Oh, for sure, dude, for sure. Um, but, uh, they, they did have a, a main topic here this week. Uh, the, the day Brett and Roka, Kate, Ben and nerd chronic were on, um, they talked about favorite movie trailers, um, which, which is cool. And I love talking about movie trailers, but I had mm-hmm. a little, a little twist on it that I thought would be a little more interesting, but in the spirit of favorite movie trailers, um, to be honest, there's two that come to mind because I watched them over and over again. Uh, the Force Awakens trailer, the very first Force Awakens trailer, and yeah. the first trailer for the It Part 1 remake. Oh, yeah. So I watched those over and over again. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm with you on the Force Awakens trailer. Like, I don't know how many times I watched that. Just the moment of Han and Chewie coming out, and he says, yeah. "Chewie, we're home." Like that. Like when I was so uh, saying to Laura when we recorded our episode, like I've always been a Star Wars fan, but that's the moment that turned me into a Star Wars fan. If you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah, like, oh, that that was such a great trailer. Man, yeah, it was so good, and, and I. I I just think about Han Solo, and my favorite part in that movie is, oh, that's a conja club. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've got, there. there's a YouTube, you can YouTube just that bit. It's like three seconds long, and I'll set it on loop. Just tell that to conja club. Tell that to conja club. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, I just, I love that. But, well, not to mention, it is Mark Ellis. So, I mean, how could yeah. you not love it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but... I don't know. I'm the older I get, I find that I don't like to watch trailers as much anymore. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want, I'm getting to the point where I would much rather prefer to go in at least to certain movies. I would rather go in not knowing anything at all. Yeah. You nailed it right on the head. Like, uh, I don't, I'm usually give me the first trailer and I'm good. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of an, I have an idea of, of what uh, I'm in store for. Yep. Yep. But uh, but w- what are some things that you do like or don't like seeing in trailers? Because, I mean, we I'm, all know, fuck, dude, they can ruin the... Well, the perfect example, Batman versus Superman. We watched the whole fucking movie in the trailer. I can top that. Terminator Genesis. Really? I've not seen that yet. That one, they... Spo- Which, I mean, I'm the- not saying, like, spoilers. I couldn't care less. I'm just saying so, okay, I haven't so you seen haven't it seen yet. the movie? No, I've not. Is that what you're saying? Okay, so... In the movie, John Connor, it's revealed that he was taken over by Skynet and he becomes like a hybrid Terminator. What? Yeah, and they fucking show that. I think it was like the first or second trailer. No way. Yeah. It's like, why the hell would you do that? Like, that's Dude. the trailer that I where I first noticed that a lot of spoilers are, are, are sometimes given in the trailers. Like, I never noticed it before until that. Because that, that yeah. was just, that was a major, major sin right there. Dude, I can't believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's right up there with uh, the Doomsday thing. Like, I would have been fine seeing Doomsday, uh, like, not seeing him in the trailer. Like, that would have, that would have, it would definitely have heightened the the impact of seeing him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And especially the uh, the Wonder Woman reveal in the whole, who's she? I thought she was with you. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, you didn't need, like, all you really needed was just, like, a shot of Wonder Woman because you knew she was in there. But, yeah, you definitely did need that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably like the, oh, sorry, probably my 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 favorite type of trailer is like what they did for Batman 1989. Have you ever seen that original trailer? I dude, I know I have. I just can't recall right now. Okay, so pretty much all it was was just individual shots. There was barely any dialogue. You didn't see any scenes. It was just action shots, just to show you what you were going in for. And it really hypes you for that movie. And that's the kind of trailer that I like. You get it just enough to wet your lips, but you don't know anything. That's why I think the, um, like a lot of people give like Kathleen Kennedy and them shit for the new Star Wars movies. But the way they've handled those trailers have been genius because you see exactly what you want to see. And you still don't know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. And, and as far as that Batman movie, I I can't. What year did that come out? Was it 81? 80. 89, I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old when I saw that, and 
I I don't I mean I guess obviously I wasn't as into movies at that point in time. Mm. So I I didn't not only did I not see the trailer and not only did I not know there was a Batman movie that had even been made. I didn't even see the fucking marquee sign that said the Batman when my brother took me to go see it. Um, really? Yeah, I don't, I, and I don't know why. Like, I just don't know. Why. All I know is he was like, "Hey, we're gonna go see a movie," and he wouldn't tell me what it was. And then we're sitting there, and like, you know, the 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 you start to see it's like moving around this thing, and it comes out, and boom, it's the bat symbol. And yeah. I was like, I just remember looking at him like. What? Like, you know, where the fuck have I been, dude? It, it was great. It was such a good movie. What's really... I, I wouldn't like that with Batman Begins, oddly enough. I wasn't aware of the movie till I hit uh, DVD. Really? Yeah, and I, that was, what, 2005? So I just graduated high school. I don't know how I missed that. I really don't. My thing is, um, I, I become aware of movies, and I even want to see them, but I very rarely go to the theater and so okay. I'll wait for it to come out. So that and that was those movies for me that I didn't see it till it came out. But then when I did see, it was like, okay, I fucked up, and I'm going to see the next yeah. two in the theater, which I did. <laughs> yeah, no, same boat. Like I said, I it's just I was in video update one day, which was like our version of Blockbuster up in Canada. Oh, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, do you guys have video updates in the states? Uh, not to my knowledge, not in my area, at least. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just remember said walking through the store because I I was always in the video store. That's just what I did at that age. And yeah, I saw it on the shelf. I'm like, what? What's this? So I, I bought it, watched it, and it's just like, man, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. What What do you think about the old trailers with the uh, with the voiceover? You know. He's just a man out on a mission. You know, that kind of shit. Oh, God, they're so great for a laugh. Just at how cheesy they are. Yeah, I don't, they don't do those type of trailers anymore, do they? No, they don't. The closest I've seen is a couple, uh, I mean, years ago uh, when Arrested Development was really big and it's like second or second season, I think it was. uh, Will Arnett did a thing where he was on some show and they played movie trailers, but with the audio off and had him do that movie guy voice over the trailer. And it was just so good. So good. The closest I've seen was Rocky Balboa. I think it was the first trailer where it wasn't like the movie guy doing the thing, but it was, it was Stallone reciting a line from the movie. And that's the last instance I can remember of that. Wow. Would you believe me if I told you that the first Rocky movie I ever saw was Rocky Four in the theater, and I had never heard of that shit before then? I'm not surprised because uh, '85, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one I saw in the theater was Balboa because by the time Rocky Five came out, I was I was three, so I missed. And this Rocky's my favorite movie, favorite franchise of all time, so I missed the first five when they came out. But I made up for it big time in home video. Man, I'm starting to feel old, dude. Because, like, I'm thinking about the movies. I, I mean, I, I still vividly remember everything about going into the theater and shit for Return of the Jedi. My mom oh, really? took, yeah, dude. My mom took my brothers and I to go see it for a matinee. It was fucking yeah. packed, dude. And, uh, and I, re- I just, I remember it all. And this was like the, I don't know how it is up there, but. When I was, you know, back in the early 80s or all the way up through the 80s, whatever, um, 
the theaters were sloped, uh, sloping down toward the screen. And, and there was like one aisle that went just right down the middle of the movie theater. And it, it was insanity, if you can picture that. that, yeah, that. I, I can because we have that up here too. Like I, I'm in a small okay. town, so I have one movie theater, two screens, and our smaller theater is exactly like that with one aisle. The other yep. theater has got uh, two aisles, so three sections. So yeah, I, I right. can totally I, – I, I understand. Like I do remember seeing um, Phantom Menace in that theater and being how oh. wild that was. Yeah. Um, my my like my return of the Jedi would have been Jurassic Park, where I was six years old when that came out, and I remember everything. My aunt and uncle taking me to see it, front row, the T Rex chasing them. Like I remember everything. So good, so good. Yeah. Hell, I saw three men and a baby in the theater twice. <laughs> Talk about okay. feeling old, <laughs> dude. I saw Superman return six times. That's the most I've ever seen a movie oh, wow. in the theater. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm trying to th- – the most times I've seen them – oh, fuck, dude. I don't even know where to – I mean, I saw – no, I saw Kill Bill twice, Volume 1 yep. twice in the theater. I think probably Force Awakens, I saw that four times in the theater. I think that's probably it for me. Yeah, that's the movie I've seen the second most was Force Awakens uh, four times. I saw Endgame three times, same with Infinity War. I saw Avengers with a concussion, which was a big mistake. Ooh. Yeah, I got the 40-foot steel extension ladder in my head just prior to that, oh. and I had already bought my opening night tickets, and there was no way in hell I was missing that. Cause, you know what the fucking Avengers? Yeah, and, yeah, big, yeah, big mistake. Did you remember? Like, did you have trouble remembering what you'd seen? A little bit. Like, only, yeah, it wasn't like a major concussion or anything like that, but right. uh, yeah, it was definitely really hard to pay attention, and there were definitely were some stuff, so that, stuff that I missed, and I went back a week later after I started feeling better. But yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Man. Yeah, and now I'm thinking about it. Dude, I saw um I saw Last Crusade in the theater. I saw uh, Robin Hood Prince yeah. of Thieves in the theater. I dude, I saw Dances with Wolves on the big fucking screen and that scene with the fucking buffalo just going for yeah. miles, dude. So amazing. Man. I'm jealous that you got to see Last Crusade in theaters because that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. It is so good. Yeah, my yeah. we were all about it, man. Me, my dad, my brothers, my mom. We we all packed in and went to that, dude. That was great. See, yeah, you're lucky. Like, I'm I'm really the only one in my family that's a cinema buff. Like, I don't really have like my mom and I. We have a lot of uh, some in common, but I don't have anything in common with my family. So it's usually just me by myself doing all that stuff. Good luck trying to get my friends to go see a movie unless I can pre-order the tickets. They're not going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It, uh, hopefully we can get back uh, pretty soon to being able to go to movies, even if you, you know, can only sell half of the capacity yeah. and do the social distancing. I mean, it, that would still be cool. So I, I miss that. Like I, w- I was actually fortunate enough. I was able to take my best friends to see Endgame opening night and they looked at me and they're like, man, this is a lot of fun. I'm like, see, this is why I like to go opening night. Because you're here with the people who really care about this stuff, and they will like it's like we're going to a rock concert. Yeah, and I, I miss that. Like I, I I miss that feeling of going with with people who are like you who are invested in the property and are just there to have a good time and to hang out. And um, that's the feeling I'm looking forward to the most when it, it reopens. 
See, I've never even been in a rowdy theater for like I've been I've been to Star Wars opening night, several of the movies. I've been to Harry Potter, several of the movies opening night. I have never been to a ruckus theater before in my life. In fact, I can say the only time I remember anyone, well, other than myself, uh, saying anything out loud during a movie was uh, to see uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. And oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a funny story. Uh, but I went to see From Dusk Till Dawn, and the people in front of us, uh, the dude just kept going, he kept going, Boobies! Boobies! <laughs> <laughs> but and, and actually the boobies had a lot to do with what made that story kind of funny i'll tell it real quick here's another yeah. example of me going off the rails um the uh i was on a date with this chick i we anyway dude she sucks but anyway uh we, <laughs> you're not to we get were, the right ticket huh? <laughs> well we this was you know obviously what was this uh 98 or something or 96 yeah, yeah. maybe 97 i was probably 16 at the time maybe okay. maybe 17 um but no we had just we had met at church camp and we had an off and on thing and it was it was on because i it, when it was on i was happy and then she would make it off and then she, and then she would make it on again and i was happy and then you know one of those yeah. kind of deals where she was controlling everything but um I took her on a date, and uh, one of several, and again, I go back to we met at church camp, and by this time, I had grown up a little bit more. I, I will admit, I had started smoking the marijuana. I'd grown yeah. my hair out a little longer, Was started listening to some rougher music, um, and she had stayed in that, you know, and, and uh, this is not a knock, but there are, there are good Christian folks, and then there are, like, goody-goody Christians. She was yeah, I'm, I'm Catholic. Goody. I understand. Yeah, she was goody goody, which is fine. Yeah. That's one thing I liked about her, sweet girl. Um, mm-hmm. But we went on this date, and we and it was my turn to pick the movie. And I love Tarantino, and I'm like, well, let's go see From Dusk Till Dawn. And as soon as the boobies start coming on the screen, she <laughs> was extremely uncomfortable, dude. And yeah. she's like, she's just was really uncomfortable and she wouldn't look at the screen and she she whispers to me she's like do we have to stay for this and i'm like yes and she's like yeah and i'm like and i'm like dude i i go dude this is awesome <laughs> and she was like i really want to go dude i reached in my pocket pulled out my truck key handed them to her and said i will be out after the movie Oh my boss. god! <laughs> and, and I and I watched that fucking movie. I'm sorry, baby, but like this is Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, 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 no kidding. How much longer after that were you two together? <laughs> um, I think maybe we went one more date after that. <laughs> oh, okay, makes sense. The only yeah. moment I've ever done anything in a the movie theater that I can rec- no, there's there's two. One of them has caused me to never go see a movie with that particular friend again. Um, was during the Revenant where the blood splatter hit the screen. I was like, what the f-? I, I don't know. I, I called some stupid. She just glared at me the whole movie. But uh, for the movie Troy, um, when uh, Brad Pitt dies at the end, when he gets hit in the, the ankle, I, no shit, no joke, 16 years old, stood up front row of the theater and yelled at the screen, I knew it! My friends <laughs> were so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so great. 
<laughs> yeah. It's needless to say, they don't. We don't go see movies all that much anymore. <laughs> oh man, good fucking times, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I just uh, yeah, I like I said, man. I just I'm getting to the point where I just I like to know very little to nothing yeah. about about movies. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, just give me give me what it's about, who's in it, and yep, good. Yeah, sometimes you can just trailer. tell me who's in it, and I'm hooked. Like, dude, okay, tell me Gary Oldman is in this movie. Uh, okay, I don't care what yeah. it's about. I'm fucking there. Yeah, no, agreed. I'm I'm like that with with like Stallone and Chris Evans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh, fucking. Now I'm thinking about Gary Oldman, dude. Uh, what was the name of that fucking movie he did? Um, it's an older movie with him and Tim Roth. Uh, and, uh, oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, talk for a second. I'm going to Google this real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim and Tim Roth. It's not Snow. Tim Roth wasn't in Sid and Nancy, was he? Um, I can't remember. Okay, here it is. Uh, oh, shit. Now I got to try to pronounce the name of the fucking movie. Um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah, yeah okay. it's based on, I know, I know the play, actually. Okay, okay, I, I didn't even know it was a play, but that, yeah. dude, when they play the word game, like the tennis word game, I watched that scene so many times, dude. I, I love that scene. Such yeah. a great scene, dude. I've never seen the movie, but I've been. I, that's one of my dreams because I'm involved in our local community theater here. I would love to put on a production of that. And I well, I gee, I just was dumb, Wade. Dumb. Um, I was just about to go. Well, hey, haha, was that scene in the play? And I'm like, dude, of course it was in the. Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no that 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 is definitely a unique tale on unique take on a classic tale, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, see, I know nothing about it. That was one of those where it was on one of those like seventeen point five uh, channel on my free oh, yeah. TV, and like where they play old B movies or oh, you know, stuff that I'd never heard of. Uh, and I saw it on there, and I'm like, dude, wait a minute, that's Tim Roth, and I was like. Gary Oldman, what? And it took about five minutes until that scene came on with the word yeah. game, and I was hooked. I stopped it there, and I went out and I uh, I rented it I, for one of the s- streaming sites. I rented it on. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, it's I like movies like that where it's a, from a certain point of view, sort of thing. The, the, those are they can be a lot of fun. Like a lot of people dislike it, but I like the Lion King one and a half for that particular reason. Cause it is the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the, of the animated, of the animated uh, movies is what yeah. it is. Cause you're, you're essentially, you're reliving the first movie, but from Timon and Puba's point of view. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, I appreciate that you love Lion King. I can't stand that shit. So, um, oh, really? <laughs> That was the right age. That came out in 94, so I would have been seven, right? I, I, I have an issue with Disney movies, dude. Bambi made me cry when I was a kid, <laughs> and ever since then, I cannot stand Disney animated really? classic musical shit. I, like, uh, Robin Hood with the Fox is the only one I like. That's well, a great Fox one. and the Hound. I probably rock with Fox and okay. the Hound. I love the story. Yeah, see, I because of my age, I grew up on the Disney Renaissance, like from Little Mermaid all the way to Tarzan. So I, I love that era. I own all of them on Blu-ray or DVD. I own all the documentaries on that time. Like, that is my jam. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't I, knock I, on I, folks I, who do like it, but I, yeah. it just ain't my thing. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm a, I'm a big music theater nerd. Like, uh, my I was in the orchestra pit for their uh, our high school's production of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Like, it was a lot. It was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Um, you know what else was cool? Mm. I don't know. Did you happen to see, and this, this is one, I, I don't normally, this being an SEN live after show, I don't normally, uh, it's nothing against backstage, but it's just not something I normally watch. I just, I have very little time and 10 hours a week of SEN live is a lot, including the matches, yeah. you know. Um, so backstage, I will admit, unfortunately, it slips by me a lot, but, mm-hmm. but, Last week, did you happen to catch it last week when Snyder was on? I Not the whole episode, but I did see the clip. Okay, okay, because like I said at the top of the show, I wasn't able to record last week, so there are some yeah. things I, I roll over from last week because – Wow. Talk about, uh, talk about, well, I don't, I almost said hot take. Then I was like, no, that's a dong take. Then I was like, dude, that might be a fucking twat take. Um, yeah. Whew, uh, what did you think of that, dude? I mean, aside from the fact that he's just cussing and cussing and uh, the whole time I'm sitting there going, dude, you're not supposed to cuss. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I thought it was on brand for him. It was. And that, that's the thing sometimes about backstage is sometimes it's hard to differentiate between the character and the person, but I got a feeling that's really how Snyder really feels. And I do yeah, too. it was, it was definitely a ballsy, ballsy take. Now I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if, if, if he really does not like the league, the league inner geekdom that is because he maybe sucks at it. And that's the only reason he doesn't like it. Um, maybe I don't but, know what his knowledge is. So yeah, see, I uh, from following him on Twitter and stuff, those type of movies are not his, not his cup of tea. Nope. So I think that might also have something to do with it. Because yeah, he probably would not do well, but those are just not his bag. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. But dear lord, man, just to go off like he did, like what the heck? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I I don't even yeah. <laughs> so Schneider, Schneider is the guy who loves to play the heel. He's a natural heel. Yeah. So for well, all we know, he was also like uh, playing, playing it to get the booze, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing I thought of was um, we've not seen. Well, I was going to say we haven't seen a lot. Do we've seen nothing from Saul so far this season? But we are going to get a glimpse of of some some uh, some of his gameplay here coming up in the tourney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love. I would love to see Saul and Snyder exchange opinions on inner geekdom because Saul is playing in inner geekdom and Saul is passionate and Saul is funny and he's got a mouth on him. And it's just, I think that would be an interesting conversation to hear. That would be a great debate. That would be something actually would be fun to do on on backstage one day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, hell, if they don't do it there, I'll maybe see if I can do it here. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Can you imagine the views you'd get? Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Shit, dude. We have, (laughs) <laughs> and this is oh my gosh we had roca on a couple three weeks ago or so yeah. and uh i was looking for a guest co-host and i was like okay well my my co-host uh kaylin she she is a family a, a baby and she's a mm. college teacher so she had to step away so i've been, just been filling in with some guest co-hosts and yeah. stuff like that and trying to think who would be good to have on with roca and yeah, it was Saul. I was like, who else? I can't ask anyone else but him. And it was that same week that he that Saul had called in to Roka's show, and Roka hung up on him. Oh, really? 
Or it was the week after that, maybe. But it, it was it was Roka either that, that week or the week after. <laughs> Why did Roka do that? Well, uh, it was Roka and Ellis and Saul. Saul, he was, uh, as Saul had told me, he was trying to, he, he was setting up a joke. Oh. But Roka, Roka didn't, didn't appreciate it, maybe, and, and didn't let him get to the punchline. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wow, man, that's uh, but, uh, he, he was making he was making a, a a a poking fun comment about perhaps maybe um, the schmodown is not rigged, but you know uh, scripted, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something along those lines. And Ellis started laughing, and Roka started laughing. But then, the more Saul went into it, Roka, you could tell he's just like, "Dude, is he serious or is he not serious?" Yeah, we had Roka on our show a couple weeks ago, and that was one of the things that brought up. He's not a big fan of the whole "it's fake" thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I look at it like uh like the wrestling thing, except mm-hmm. the matches are not like the winners and losers are not scripted, obviously in the yeah. showdown. But it's one of those where, uh, like in wrestling, like there is a script, you know. Mm. But it, but there's still that element of like you you're gonna get hurt, and that's kind of like how I look at the the Schmodown thing. You've got the scripted elements, but then the actual match that's where you can get hurt. Yeah, and the match determines the storylines. Like we, the perfect example was that was when Guy beat Merle. Like you yeah. see Christian's face and just you see the like you said, you saw the banner like disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those are some of the greatest moments too. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, the wild card moments. Gotta love them. Oh yeah. Um and, and we'll we'll move right into something else here real quick before we get into our promo break. Um this is and this is again uh when I talk about um about all sports, and obviously I do absolutely consider Smowdown to be a sport. Yeah. When I talk about sports, I'm never I'm never taking personal shots at anyone. I'm never, you know, being negative like like intentionally hurtfully negative toward anyone. But I'm mm-hmm. going to have opinions, you know, like if I think if I think so and so played a crap game or they're slacking or or this dude didn't hustle, then I'm going to call it out, you know. Yeah. Um but it was also brought up on last week's backstage um, it, about Sam Levine's lack of activity on camera. Now, he explained that, you know, behind the scenes, he's very active. He talks with his mm. players on a regular basis. He's, he's in there doing the work. And that's great, and I don't doubt that at all. But there is a huge difference between not being present on camera and being present behind the scenes only. Yeah. It it doesn't look good. No matter what's going on, uh, it just doesn't look good. Even and they've they've had a couple rough matches here this season, but mm. even if they were like the top dogs and they were undefeated and running the show, it would still kind of bother me his lack of activity on camera because it just to me it kind of discouraging as a fan to be honest. And 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 I mean I'm I, again. Sam, whatever he's got going on, I'm not knocking on him. You know what I mean? Live your life, dude. That, that's yeah. what that's what it's all about. But he is a manager, and especially the way he came in with with the the well, we we were going to have ten managers, and then Jay Washington had to bow out, and yeah. then we were going to have the ninth surprise manager, and then 
they weren't able to do it, and Sam stepped in. I understand, you know, you've got that situation too, but oh, at is the that, same, is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. There, well, there was supposed to be that they were the, the ninth manager was going to be a surprise, you know, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it literally came down to like four or five minutes before they were going to announce who the manager was, and oh, shit. and it changed to Sam because uh, oh. the the other person had to step down now. I'll tell you when we're done off air who that ninth surprise person was supposed to be. Okay. Um, yeah. But I'm just I, I don't want to say it here, but I, I'm pretty sure Christian has said it before, but I just I don't know I want to respect his behind no. the scenes thing and I'm, I'm not sure That's if not he would way to do it. me put But I will and then here I am on air telling you, but I'll tell you afterward. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll give it to you, man. Um, sorry, that sounded terrible, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy, dude. Easy. Right in your away. ear. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it just it. But my point there was, especially with that being the case, that he stepped in last minute. That puts even more spotlight on him in my mind, and it just. I'm a little uncomfortable, to be honest, with his lack of activity on camera. But what do you think about it? I just rambled on for like 10 fucking minutes or something. Yeah, it would be nice to see in there because it's like, what's the point of being involved if you're not going to be there? But he, the, the thing is, he's he's always working. Like, dude's got to make yeah. a living. It seems like every weekend he's at a, con- he's at a convention. So it's yeah. like at some point you got to, you know, pick what you want to do. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. He's got great backups, so mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. 100% worried. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. It would be nice to see him more because Sam is a great character. Probably my favorite moment of, uh, was it last year, where uh, it, Roka and Irwin both had the Glorious Bastards question, and oh, now yes. they've got it. <laughs> Levine comes out <laughs> like, I'm taking this! <laughs> yeah, Sam's looking over. He's standing over there on the side just looking at him like, dude, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, what do you, well, I was just thinking, what are, what do you, I don't know, I shouldn't say, I, uh, I do that too, man. I wonder how that comes off on air when I'm, when, when I think out loud like that, <laughs> like I just hey, man, that, That's what makes you, makes your show, your show. Like that's your, that's your, uh, your that. angle on things, right? <laughs> True that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, dude. It just, uh, I just would really like to see him him more present on camera and I also want to say on this note that um you know Janine when she filled in she she there was there was a mishap on her part a missed opportunity on her part not her fault at all um but I think she took a lot of undeserved heat uh for for her managing and I I think it was uncalled for yeah 100% yeah like that match was not her fault no, not at all. Not at all. And I mean, I don't know. It, it's and, it, and it's hard too. I mean, she's not the manager. It's no. it's hard, dude. It's got to be hard, uh, especially when you know. You're, I mean, you got your vet manager, champ, ex champion, dude, close to a goat. I would love to see him and Merle go at it, but uh. um, just it's. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I feel bad. I feel bad for Janine basically because she did. You know, she's doing what she can. She's the best yeah. she can. And I just don't. I just don't think she. Even from a sports perspective, when I bag on people, even I think that she didn't deserve to be bagged on. Dude. 
So I'm going to use a hockey analogy here. Um, as a Canucks fan, uh, Canucks fans can be jackasses. Let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> and during the early 2010s, when they had arguably the best team they've ever had, um, whenever they would win a game uh, that they shouldn't have won, the goalie, Roberto Luongo, never got the credit. But when they lost the game, Roberto got all the blame. And that's kind of how I felt like Janine was in this situation. It's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And a lot of yep. fans were jumping on her for, for no reason. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't cool, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it is one of my friends would say to one of my other friends who drinks way too much, not cool, Ted. Not cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like I understand being passionate, but it's like a lot of – sometimes it's almost like rationale goes out the window. And you're playing like you're 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 putting your feelings into the wrong spot, and you're blaming the wrong person. Like honestly, like that was a a decent match, uh, you know. But the the team more failed than Janine did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bless her for doing what she did, man. She she did a good job filling in. Be honest. Yeah, it was. It wasn't that last minute, also. Yes, yes, it was. So I mean, hey, kudos to her. Yeah, for sure. Um, and hell, on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear some promos for some other Merc with the Movie Blog shows. We'll be right back, and we're going to jump into some Schmodown talk. Oh, well, listen to me, dude. That's what we've been talking about, but you guys know what I mean. We're going to get into some fucking Schmodown. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Movie with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with the Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our own little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merc with the Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, 
Mischief Managed. We're back, everybody. Be sure to check out those shows. Uh, you can find them on your Merc with the Movie blog feeds uh, and Merc with the Movie blog channel on YouTube. Also, just say right now um, that this show, SEN Afterlife, now has its own YouTube channel. You can find it uh, there, SEN Afterlife. Um, and hoping to uh, hoping to take it to the next phase here this summer and uh, start doing the, the video streaming, uh, stuff like that. Um, just at the moment... This is the way we need to do it. But we are definitely looking to expand here uh, into the summer with that. But you can get us now on YouTube too, guys. Um, but hey, man, Matt, we are, we're we're into like the official schmodown talk now, man. Because we had a bunch yes, of shit yes. drop this, this last week and the week before. And um, and, and like I said, we didn't co- I didn't get to cover it last week, so we will definitely cover last, last week's matches. But we uh we got word that we got a big IG tournament coming up June eighteenth yep. or no June second I'm sorry yeah June second my bad hey there it is everybody um and uh dude this is shaping up to be a good good tournament dude we got the Barbarian versus Adam Lavic did I say that right yes you did Lavic some of these names and it's nothing. It's just I'm me, and I have a hard time sometimes. Um, Emily Rose Jacobson uh, is going to take on John, John Humphrey, and the winner of those two will go on. Chance That's Ellison, my girl, Emily the Rose. I love her. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's fun. She's the first person I've ever interviewed. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I was uh, very nervous going in, and we went for almost an hour. But we're, yeah, we'll have to reach out to her. We've never had her on before, so we'll she's reach cool. out to her. Yeah. Uh, Chance Ellison will be going up against Oyama. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that one too. Yeah, for sure. Considering they got that rivalry going back to the fan leagues. Yep, yep. And then Robert Parker. Well, first we've got the the play in game. Uh, now, mm-hmm. uh, can you explain this to me? I, now, I like sports, but I'm not one of those where I don't understand. I mean, obviously, I can read a bracket. This play in yeah. game thing it, is this going to be Ben Goddard plays? Uh, Nah, I'm going to butcher the name. Jim Voda? Is that Jim it? Jim Vavida. Vavida. Vavida? Yeah. All right. Now, is it going to be Goddard versus Vavida, and then the winner of that plays Robert Parker? Is that how Correct. that works? Yeah, okay. that's how it works. It's essentially, it's like you've got a wild, two wildcard teams that are tied and playing to make it into the playoffs. All right. All right. All yeah. right. Cool. 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 Um, yep, that makes sense to me then. Uh, yeah. That's one side of the bracket. Then on the other side of the bracket, we got Brandon Hanna versus Saul. Saul's my boy. I'm really looking forward to this. I he's I I've talked to him a couple times over the last couple days or this week, and I can tell you it, it was only via text, and I could sense how how hyped and stoked he is for this dude. He's fucking hungry, and I got this over texts, dude. He's he's I can hungry. Only imagine. Oh, he's hungry, man. I, he's a, yeah, two people this is he's eyeing. Playing, right? Yes, this will be his debut. Yes. Oh, man, can't think of a great, better way to debut. Yeah, well, well. The, also on uh, on his bit, he, we got Brandon Hanna versus Saul, which is going to be great within itself just yeah. because uh, of the drama going on uh, uh, with, uh, with the Den trading Hanna. Um, that's going to be great. And Saul threw some, he threw some, uh, he threw some shade and some, some verbal punches at Hannah. 
Um, and I'm looking forward to this one just big time. I'm so stoked because I've talked to Saul about it, and it just trust me, guys. Saul is he ain't fucking around, dude. I know I don't know anything about his his knowledge as far as uh, movies and stuff, but I know that he's passionate and he wants to kick some ass, dude. And speaking of kicking ass, because I'm looking at this bracket here, um, we got Alex Damon versus Jen Kemp, and Jen Kemp is another one coming out of the fan mm-hmm. leagues. But the winner of that match will then play the winner of Hannah and Saul, and I know for a fact. Saul wants to play. He wants to play Damon. He wants to play Damon. Yeah, Damon. Damon is is essentially like that that untouchable god that everyone wants to take down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and this will be and it'll even be more interesting with this being an inner geekdom match. It'll be Damon's second inner geekdom match. But you know, I mean, he's a rookie in this league, so yeah. You know, I mean, I'm. Dude, with you would imagine, I, you know, you don't know, but you would imagine with his just fucking amazingly vast knowledge of Star Wars, you would just you would imagine that that would bleed into whatever genres or interests that he has in anything in life, you know. So that should be that should be a good one. Uh, yeah, and if, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, when he did the championship match uh, for the exhibition there for patrons. He did really well, so you know what? Anything's possible with Damon. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he goes far. Yeah, it'll be fun, and I'm yeah I'm gonna fill out my bracket here tonight probably. Uh, but I'm I'm really wanting to see Saul versus Damon. Um, then we got Janine the Machine against Eric Zipper. Um, yeah, I I I'm pulling for Janine on that one, man. What do you think? My heart goes with Janine, but my head goes with Zipper. I I wasn't I, I I was a little his last performance was lackluster for me. Zippers? Yeah, did he, Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, no. He just played Stacy Howard last week. That's yeah. right. I it, it wasn't was okay. Hard. Okay. It wasn't a blowout or anything and it was a really good match. It was. Yeah. It just it it just it didn't seem like, and I'm not familiar with what level his game is on, but for some reason it just seemed like he wasn't comfortable, maybe, or he seemed a little bit out of his element in, at the time. I don't know. Did you get that vibe, or is it just me? I think I think it's just you because I think inner geekdom is more his his niche, mm. and I know I, he has played inner geekdom before, I believe. Yeah, I think he has too. Yeah, I think he was – wasn't he in that tournament from a couple years ago? I think so. Yeah, so I, I mean so. he's – so he's already already done this. And, like, I love Janine to, to bits, but I think, you know, I think she's going to be facing a tough opponent here. Hmm. Huh. You have hair. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> you have hair. You have like hair. Like on your head? Well, no, I just shaved all my hair off. Mm, I was going to make a bet with you that would have involved shaving head because I'm about oh, to shave my head some. too. So <laughs> yeah, I, nice. even if I, yeah. I was listen to me, I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to shave my head anyway. So let's make a bet where if I lose, I have to shave my head. <laughs> I would, you know what? I would have taken you up on that if I had have done my hair two days ago. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, uh, here in the fall, I'm going to shave my head now. Let it grow back out here in the fall. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the, uh, Go to the barber down the road and have them give me a haircut like uh, Danny nice. DeVito's. Oh, like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my buddy and I were talking one night, dude, and 
Is he and I like if we have long hair, and especially him, he he keeps his hair longer than I do. But uh, if we have long hair, then we we are stuck in the '90s where like we have like just the top is long and everything else is shaved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, we were talking one night, and I and you know he was messing with his hair and stuff. Had just got it cut, and I was like, dude, I was like, you should. I was I was just like you should cut your long hair and then grow like the rest. Mm. And then we just started talking about it. And then we started laughing because then we were thinking about Danny DeVito and always sunny in Philadelphia. And I was just (laughs) like, dude, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it, dude. I mean, hell if for no other reason, it'll be funny. That's awesome. My thing is if I go like completely take all my hair off, I look too much like curly from the three stooges because I'm a bigger (laughs) guy. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Uh, getting off track again, Jay. <laughs> you know what? Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm good at that. Um, and then, uh, also on that bracket, we've got the, the playing game is Warfather versus Greg Alba. And then the yeah. winner of that will take on Mike Kalinowski. Um, I, I don't know much about Alba or Warfather other than Warfather. Just, he played a great fucking match a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago or so. Um, I don't, I, but based on my limited knowledge uh, of Greg Alba, um, I personally, I think I'd like to see Kalinowski against Warfather. That's what I'm leading towards, too. Like, I like Alba, but he's more of a teams player mm. mm-hmm. than uh, singles. Um, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen him do a singles match, to be honest. Yeah. Now, now say, looking at this bracket here, um, who, who who would you have between Barbarian and, and Halavik? Barbarian and Halavik? Yes. Uh, you know what? I oh, fuck, It's too close to call because I know Halavik is a pretty good player, but Barbarian's probably going to have emotion running on his side. One Probably wanting to win it for his uh, late wife. May she rest in peace. Oh. So I, you know what? I probably would give it to Barbarian, but just slightly. All right. All right, let's play this out here. Um, Emily Rose versus uh, Humphrey. Who are you taking in that one? Emily. Okay, okay. Uh, but so you then... know what? This, this could be the upset because Humphrey is a very un, uh, surprisingly g- good player, as we saw a couple years ago in the free-for-all. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if anything, this could be an upset, but i, I got to go with uh, Emily. All right. Uh, what about the Ellison Oyama, which we already said that's shaping up to be a good one. I gotta go with Oyama. The guy was a t- the youngest champ for a reason. All right, all right. What What do you think of his change in in his personality this season? I like it. Like I personally didn't like him as the cocky heel. I it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. So I, I kind of find him more relatable this way. I completely agree. I completely. Yeah. It's it's just it's refreshing. I I don't. That's the only word I can think of. Yeah, it feels more natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, with the, with the play in match, uh, we got Goddard for, and damn it. I'm so sorry, Jim. I'm butchering your name. David. Okay. I'm sorry. Who do you, <laughs> who do you got? Uh, who do you got taking that one? Cause I mean, Goddard, he's been, well, we've only seen him in one singles match, which yeah. he did very well, but in the teams he's been, he's been doing really good. Didn't he also play an inner geek the match or am I mistaken? Did he? Oh shit! I'm not Either sure. Way, 
This is the hardest one to call because they're both really good. Like, yeah, Veveda had had a few shakeups in his last team's match, but if uh, seeing him a couple years ago, man, the guy is lights out. It's just oh, this is this is a pick 'em. Like, it, it it's really hard, really hard. I pro- you know what? I get just because he's played more uh, a lot more in the last year. I'd go with Goddard. All right. All right, I'd that, one. all right, that would then bring us to Robert Parker versus Goddard. Now, I I gotta go with Robert Parker on this. The, the yeah, kid's hyped, here. man. I think I think he is hyped up, and he's and he's on fire. Yeah, no. After his, I gotta go with you with that one. It's Parker all the way. Parker. All, all right, way. then then we get to another interesting match because Robert Parker also from the fan leagues. Uh, who would you have with Oyama versus Parker? Parker. All right, all right. I can see that for sure. Oh, yeah. Then, then who would you have with Barbarian versus Emily Rose? Um, I, I, I go the slight advantage to Emily, but I just want to go back to the Parker Oyama one for a second. I think that would yeah. probably be, be Parker's toughest match he'll have in Intergeekdom will be that one uh, to, to date. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Oyama's that tough. One's, that, one's not going, that, that one's not going uh, uh, down in the second round. That's going to go to the limit. Yeah, it, even with Ellison, I could see it. Either one of those two. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it battle the fan league in a in a roundabout way on the major league level, you know. Yeah. Damn good times. Um. Yeah. Now. Yeah, but yeah, going back up to that barbarian Emily Rose. I I don't I'd still I just still have to be pulling for the barbarian. Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I, I just feel like after talking to Emily, that she's got something to prove. That can be that dangerous. That, exactly. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Like so, you know, sometimes like, you can get into your own head that way. But I don't know. She's got she's got that chip on her shoulder, and I think that could play well to her advantage. All right. All right. We'll put we'll put Emily Rose over the Barbarian then. Okay. Which would bring us to Emily Rose versus Robert Parker, and the, and we're just still on the left side of the bracket. Um, yeah, uh, for who, that, who one, that one, I, you know, I think this is going to be the end of the line for Emily. Like I said, she's my girl. I love her, but I think this is Parker's tournament. Yep. 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 I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, so that would put Parker, uh, uh, taking the left side of the bracket, move over yeah. to the right side. Uh, Brandon, Hannah and Saul, uh, obviously I'm going for Saul, man, dude's hungry, but, uh, what do you, and, and this is a hard one to judge because we've never seen anything from Saul, but what yeah. are your thoughts on it? Just, you, just from, you know, what you know and everything, what are you thinking? Well, this is going to, Brandon Hannah is going to come out swinging cause he's got something to prove himself with just yeah. the way everything has happened with the den and what, what have you. So I wouldn't be surprised if the, if this is going to be a bloody drag out brawl with this one. I think I'm going to go, no offense to Saul, I think I'm going to go Hannah at the last question. All right, all right. Um, and then we've got Alex Damon versus Jen Kemp, and uh, this will be Jen Kemp's debut also. Uh, she's yeah. also from the fan leagues. Um, I mean, obviously, and this is not a knock on Jim, Jen whatsoever, um, but just looking at the names, I think most people are just assuming that Damon is going to become uh, uh, come out the victor in that one. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like Jen's a sweetheart; she's the mod of the uh, Facebook page group and all that jazz. But 
Yeah, just because I don't really know anything about her, I got to give the edge to Damon just because I've seen him play. Yeah. Oh, imagine the upset though if she if she took that win for real. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, that if she did that, that's a star making moment. That's guy beating Merle. Oh, yeah. It's less oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that's instant. Yeah, that's instant. Like you're fucking up there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's instant cred. She's she's got it made after that. Oh yeah. Um. And then what? Uh, I think I think you. Uh, based on what we talked about before, you're you're leaning towards Zipper as far as uh, Zipper versus Janine. Yeah, Is that correct. Yeah, right. again. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know about Janine and Janine and Intergeekdom. All right, all right. Um, now, Warfather versus Alba. Um, I, I I'm going to defer to you because you know more about Alba than I do. But uh, what what are your thoughts on this one here? Um, Alba's a sneaky, sneakily good, but I gotta have to give it to uh, the Warfather. And with that, ha- like that said, helmet he has is a- oh yeah, uh, like like I said, uh, Alba is is more of a team's player. Yeah, just one of those one of those people that that that's kind of where his groove is. So, um, now if it was a movie fights debate, I'd give it to Alba all day, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. Now, now, um. That would bring us to Kalinowski versus uh, Warfather. Uh, I I definitely just got to go for Kalinowski. Dude is yeah, hungry how could you all not? the time. There's yeah. the reason he was Mikey Two Belts. Almost True. Mikey Three Belts. Yeah. <laughs> that would still be cool. Um, yeah. So then say we got Hannah versus Damon. Who would you take in that one? Uh, Keeping in mind that this is inner geekdom, not Star Wars. But yeah, that, that, that does change it a little bit, at least. I'd give it, oh, fuck, a slight edge to Damon, just because I want to see Damon Kalinowski so bad. Right, right. That ooh, ooh, would be good. I hadn't even yeah. thought about that, and I'm looking at the fucking bracket. Um, <laughs> uh, between Kalinowski and Zipper, I mean, I again, I no offense to Zipper, but I mean, obviously, I would assume Kalinowski for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. Yep. Kalinowski all the way. That's just which, a whole another level of player. Yeah. Which would then bring us to Damon and Kalinowski, and that would be very exciting. But I, I, me personally, I would have to still lean toward Kalinowski, and I think yeah. the main reason would be his experience in inner geekdom versus exactly. Damon's lack of experience in inner geekdom. Yeah. No, you hit it right on the head with that one. Uh, Kalinowski is is a goat of inner geekdom. Uh, this I think this is going to be the uh, where you see Kinks and Damon's armor. Well, well, man, that would bring us to Parker and Kalinowski. That's the matchup <laughs> I I, I want to see, and I'm pretty sure everybody else wants to see the the yeah. old versus the new. And I I don't see I and, and I mean this one there, there's that big part of me that's like you know still following that suit of obviously I got to go with Kalinowski but I mean yeah dude Parker he's just he's fucking hungry man he really he's hyped this is Rocky Clubber Lang ooh that's a good comparison I yeah like this is that. Rocky Clubber Lang uh Club Parker's Clubber and Kalinowski's Rocky not saying like Rocky's had uh, not saying Kalinowski's had some you know easy hand fed hand picked matches but yeah, that's that's the kind of match it's gonna be. It's gonna be intense. It's gonna be hard hitting. It's gonna be fast paced. It's it's gonna be. You know what? I'm gonna call it now match of the year. Man, is, is that if, if, is if that your prediction? Two. 
come down to Parker and Kalinowski? Yeah, Parker Kalinowski with the edge to Parker. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm pretty much with you uh, down the board. I think um, I th- I think though I'm 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 definitely going to take Saul over Hannah just because, like I said, I've 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 talked to Saul. Man, he's so fucking hungry, dude. He is yeah. ready. He's beyond ready. He's been wanting to play for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. So I I th- I think I think that's the only the only one that I would have to disagree with you on. Um, okay. It, other than, well, I don't. I wouldn't say. I, I would side with you that Oyama will probably. Well, I shouldn't say probably, but would very, very well take Ellison. But I don't know, man. There, if if Ellison brings his one hundred percent A game, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because I don't think we've actually ever seen Ellison's one hundred percent A game in the Shmodown. Yeah, and now would be a great time to bring that shit. Yeah, exactly, because a lot of people are counting him out just because he's had he's only had success in teams. He was hyped up as a singles player. Didn't exactly pan out. He's got a lot to prove. And you know what? This is a great platform to do it in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um let's see here. I just been uh June 2nd again that that starts and uh that's the one on YouTube. Yes, the uh, the other yeah. tournament, the Star Wars tournament, is the one that is on Twitch only. Uh, that starts May twentieth. And me being kind of a well, not kind of, but a big Star Wars fan that I am, this is the one I'm looking the most forward to. Yeah. Um. Although I will, I I don't. My mind works in stupid ways. I'm. I was looking at this, and I'm going. And when I first looked at the bracket, I was like. Molly Damon, all right. Like, you know, when is she going to fight Alex? Alex Damon's not playing in Star Wars. Dude, Alex Damon is, is the fucking Star Wars champ. How is he not? Pl- oh, this is to determine who he plays. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's, uh, see, I'm dim like that sometimes, dude. I just like <laughs> the sports. I don't know how, like, all the behind the bullshit works, dude. I, yeah, yeah. I still don't understand half of the rules in football, but I, I can follow it, you know? Um, but, uh,. <laughs> On the right side of the bracket, yeah, we've got Molly Damon, and I'm looking forward to that one because I, well, she did the, uh, her debut match was uh, the celebration, was it two or three? Yeah, yeah Chicago, same uh, same yeah. debut as uh, Yakaveta and uh, Laura Kelly. Yep, yep, and, and I was, at the time I was pulling for Molly just because, like so many others, I'm sure, I wanted to see that hubby, uh, husband-wife battle. Yeah. Um. But she's she's going to be taking on Adam Witt, and <laughs> whoa! I mean, first of all, this league is unfucking believably hard anyway. But then you look mm-hmm. at the names who are playing in it; it's just like, dude, what the hell? Um, who do you got coming out on top in the uh, Molly Damon versus Adam Witt? I've got to go with Damon, um, personally. Uh, what's funny though is I would never count Witt out. Like the last game, I thought he had didn't have a chance, and he proved me wrong. Um, but I still got to give the edge to Damon. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that. But I, more than anything, I think it's just because I would love to see Damon versus Damon. Um, yeah, but as sure. you guys will find out, that's not that's not my overall pick for who I would like to win this thing. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that here a little bit in a minute. Um, with the, the Scrimshaw versus Demolanta. Oh, I so bad. 
What's that? This is another pick'em. Oh, I know. I I so bad want to say uh, Demolanta, um, but Scrimshaw just. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Scrim- Scrimshot, yeah, he's like the Obi-Wan of the Star Wars division. Like, you definitely shouldn't count him out. Yeah. Uh, who do you who do you think uh, will come out on the top in that one? Uh, Scrimshot by... Yeah, Scrimshot by TKO. Okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, so then that would put us with Scrimshaw and Damon, uh, Molly Damon playing each other on the left side of the bracket. Uh, who you got going... going uh, ah. <laughs> who do you have that one going to? I love Joseph Scrimshaw, but he's going to be re- he's going to remain winless against the Damons. I'm going with Molly. Excellent. Um, and take us over to the uh, to the right side of the bracket where we've got Laura Kelly versus Sean Sullivan. Um, I, I I'm probably biased because I, I I like Laura. She's really nice. She's really funny. Um, yeah. So I got to go with Laura Kelly over this, but this is what I was about to say. I, I'll just say it right now because I'm too fucking excited. I'm rooting for Laura Kelly to win this tournament and beat Damon and take the title. So yeah, uh, you know I've what? Got Kelly in I'm this gonna, one. You and me both, my friend. You and me both. I, yeah. Something about Laura, man. She's like after talking to her, it's like I would like to sit down and have a beer with her, and I don't even drink. Yeah, well, dude, that's funny you said that. I've had the same thought, and yeah, I don't yeah. drink either. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. So she's she honestly, yeah. No full disclosure, she's my pick to win too. Yep, yep. So then we got Kelly over Sullivan, but then that brings us to uh, the the playing game, which would be oh fuck, here I am again. Uh, Cabrera obviously is not the name that I'm I'm gonna butcher. Yeah. Josh Covado. Jo- yeah, Josh. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Covado. Yeah. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, uh, who? See, I've never heard of Josh Quavedo. Um, so I'm really not sure, and I don't know much about uh, Cabrera at all either. I I know a little bit about Ace just from you know being around the schmoes and all that jazz. He is very knowledgeable. I've listened to some of his meaning of podcasts with um, RB3 and Sabrina. Uh, I would. I would give him the edge, not just because it's the only one I recognize, just because I know how smart he is. All right, all right. And who who do you think would win? Uh, goes up going up against Knapsack then. Oh, Ken. All right. He right. wrote a book on Star Wars. Yes, yes. And and after that promo, he cut that what seven minute long promo he cut the other day. Yes. Dude. Oh man, <laughs> I hope I hope that's his character from now on the Joker version of the pit boss. Yes. Yes. That was so good. And drinking, drinking with his mask on. I just, it was so good. If you guys haven't seen that yet, um, it's the opening promo for, uh, for the match that dropped today between real rejects and the pride. So you will see it there. And if you missed it or whatever, definitely y'all need to go check that out. That Um, promo reminded me of something Rowdy Roddy Piper once said, just because we all, you know, Napsok essentially stepped out of the game. He was a manager or whatever. That promo reminded me of just when you think you have all the answers, Napsok changed the questions. Oh, like that. Like that. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And now because he's written a book since the last time he's played in Star Wars, he has written the book on Star Wars. So I yep. think he's going to be coming out hungrier and more knowledgeable than he was before. And he's a former champ. Yeah. 
which kind of puts and we both agree on that and we're both polling for Laura Kelly which puts us both in a predicament here yeah because I mean I, I you know there's that part of me that's like I want Laura to win but at the same time I'm trying to be realistic and it's like dude it is knapsack I don't know man you think she'll be able to pull it out yeah, oh yeah, I think I think she, I think she could definitely pull it out. Um, it's whatever one of those matches where I wouldn't be upset with either winner, but you know, it's because yeah. it's Laura you got to go for. Yeah. Um, Ken, now, Ken, Ken's had his time in the sunlight. Let's let's you know, time to bring in the new new guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now then, that would put us with uh with oh, sh- um, Cabrera and or no. Knapsack versus Kelly. And then we, yeah, Kelly is, sorry, Knapsack, but, it, oh, yeah. damn it. I can't do it. I can't be biased. I, in reality, in nothing against Kelly, it's, it's a Knapsack. Man, see, this is why I love the Star Wars League so much, dude, because everyone is so good and the questions are so deep. Yeah. It's just, the- it's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's very, you. yeah, you can't predict the outcome unless it's some um, Alex Gaiman match. Um but essentially where we're at right now is when the intergeekdom exploded a couple years ago. It's time. It's the star Wars leagues time to shine. Yeah. Yep. But okay. Okay. Officially, officially, who do we got? Knapsack or Kelly? I mean, I know what we both want. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go with Kelly just because I want to see her go up against Alex Damon again. Me and too. This time. That's why she I'm almost going. had him. Exactly. That's why I'm rooting for Kelly. Yeah. She's the only one, only person that's taken Damon to the limit. Yeah. Well, well, and and I will admit that also not because not only am I a fan of Laura Kelly, so I'm biased here. But also, because I want to see that Laura Kelly Matt or Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, Matt Damon. Oh man. Uh, hey, there Molly. you go, Alex. Huge, huge compliment. If you like Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> if not, I'm very sorry, bud. Um, but I would like to see the Kelly versus Damon for the title in Chicago in, uh, Laura Kelly's home turf. Uh, one, well, uh, well, it isn't one. It's the main reason is because I live like six hours away from Chicago and I am definitely going to the next Chicago live event. So that's another reason I just, I would love to go to the live event in Chicago and see Kelly take on Damon for the title live. So. Uh, man, I will be so jealous of you. Yeah, yeah, and and I do. I, uh, I, I, I would definitely take Kelly over Molly Damon. Um, yeah, just like and I said, I mean, Kelly almost had no Alex. Yeah, and Molly's no slouch either. But yeah, no, no Kelly, Kelly for the win. Yeah, yeah, yep. So then, uh, yeah, that that's our that's our thoughts on the uh, Star Wars tournament <laughs> bracket. Um, and I thought of a question here while we were talking about these, and you know, it's like the new people or. Uh, like when you got two new people going against each other or a veteran versus a new person, something I often wonder is obviously a lot of it, if not the majority of it, depends on the player and their knowledge and how they play and how they do in the moment. It, it's on the players, you know, but mm-hmm. how much of it, how much of it is the faction that they're in the manager that they have? Like, like can, in other words, like how well not how like likely are the chances because it, it can anything can happen but what i'm thinking about is like a good manager uh with
with with a not so good player, and then on the other side of that, and I don't mean it in an insult, not so good, but not you know what I mean. I, yeah, I try to I be careful here because I talk up to a lot of these people and I like them all and I'm not trying to insult anyone and I I just use the words I use. Um, <laughs> but, or on the flip side of that, you've got a not-so-good manager, and this is the main thing I was thinking of, a not-so-good manager with a superstar player. I mean, how much how much can that really seriously do damage to a great player if they don't have the best manager? Because until it, until this season, there were no managers anyway. Yeah, it's one of those things like a, a, a bad manager, not saying that any of these guys are bad by any. Oh, no, yeah, bad. yeah. Um, but a bad manager could definitely be detrimental to a star player because they would play them in the wrong situations. Again, hockey here, but for at, when Bruce Boudreaux first became uh, coach of the, uh, the Capitals, he was playing Alex Ovechkin completely wrong for Ovechkin's skill set. And it, it it was detrimental to the team. So I mean, you gotta you gotta find what works for the player. And that's what I kind of like about Roxy is that she manages for the player, not for the team. You know what I mean? She manages yep. everybody differently. Yep. Yeah, she she does a really good, a lot better than I thought she would, to be honest. And that's nothing against Roxy. It's just yeah. watch Collider live and some. I mean, dude, she can't get to fucking work without a GPS, and then that makes me wonder how good she's gonna manage. But then she comes out and kicks fucking ass, and it's like, dude, how much of Roxy is an act and how much is not, dude? Because she is obviously extremely intelligent and bright. Yeah, she she's smart, but in, in not in all the right ways. <laughs> right, highly intelligent, but I can't get to work in the mornings at all <laughs> without a GPS. And I go to the same place every day. Hey, man, you know what? Some people just don't don't get directions. Hey man, that's cool. That's fair enough. I can get that. I can yeah. get that. I, I can like I said to you earlier, my mom is a taxi driver. She's got an L tattooed on her left hand and an R tattooed on her right. Yep. Hey man, whatever works, dude. That's yeah. that's you know whatever you need that will help you out is fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, but we we close out those brackets there. Can't wait for those tournaments. Um. Uh, let's move on to some matches here. Uh, real quick, just t- we touched on it a little bit. We'll just touch on it real quick. The Howard versus Zipper, it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Oh, hell yeah. And you can you can tell how some Vesta Zipper is, like how much he took that loss to heart. Like he had yeah. it, but just it's just one of those moments where he had a brain fart. Yeah. And you know, Howard has grown on me too. I couldn't stand mm, Stacey okay. Howard, dude, uh, when, when, when they first came out. But then... You gotta, you gotta remember that I had told you earlier about how I had no fucking clue what was going on until even when Ken pitched out on on Cushing for their team match, I still thought that was for real. So I was always under the impression like these are their real personalities, and it was a it was a huge turnoff for me for so many of these competitors when I first started yeah. watching it. But now that I understand it, I'm. I'm starting to love these people, and Stacy's one of them. Who's grows on me more and more every time I. See. What I love about Stacy is, you could anybody could beat her, but she could easily be a bracket buster. Like she's ne- she's yeah. someone you should never ever ever take lightly, just because yeah. you never know what Stacy you're gonna get. Like she's probably I I'd give the title to of um of uh, guessing. 
king a queen to her. I think she dethrones Makuga as the guessing king. And wow. Wow. Well, I mean, just the, some of the answers yeah. she pulled out of her ass, like, especially yeah. in that last match. Oh, crap. And I did, and something happened to this match that I did want to, I did want to ask you about, um, Zaya, my opinion on it. The, uh, the challenge because she didn't hear the countdown. Yeah, I, that was whatever. Like that was, I wouldn't have challenged it personally. Well, I mean, it, I don't care about the challenge. My issue is that they gave her the chat, that they, they ruled in her favor. Yeah. In my mind, it's like, okay, so this is why they, okay, here it is. That's why they made the JTE rule because he found a loophole. And then to me, this is just, it's the opening of a whole nother loophole. Yeah. I would have agreed with the challenge if it was, you know, the crowd was, you know, being rowdy or whatever. You couldn't legit hear the, hear the countdown, but I, I I don't see how she could have heard that. It's not like he was like whispering. It's Mark fucking Ellis we're talking about here. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah, I just I I'm I'm not pleased about that call, and it's not one yeah. of those where like it doesn't piss me off. Like like I just like oh that was a wrong decision. Like it like I was saying earlier in the uh, Looney Bin match, but it's yeah. one of those where I think it was the wrong call because of the precedent that it could set. And then what are they going to have in the future now? The the uh, the Howard rule, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can't you you know I mean it just. It just that's what I thought about was the JTE rule and how you know they had to they had to close a loophole and it just it yeah. could be another loophole is all I'm thinking. Yeah, it was a, like you know it was what it is what it is. It's not not the end you know be all end all for me, but yeah. it's not a cha- not not challenge I was a fan of. Yeah, and I honestly don't see this being an issue, but I mean mm-hmm. the fact is if you open a door, somebody's going to try to run through it. So yeah, exactly. Um, it, it wouldn't it be great if JTE was the one who uh, <laughs> who started being like, I, I'm I'm sorry, I need to challenge that. I didn't hear your countdown. <laughs> yeah. You know JTE what? JTE 2.0 rule. <laughs> I gotta say this. I miss Triceratops, man. I miss JTE. Yes, I do too, man. I miss. I couldn't stand the Patriots, and then when they split up, I fucking yeah. miss them. <laughs> I yeah, right. I like I, yeah. I didn't I didn't like them, but fuck that I respect them. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know. JT is is just like you know the sad sack friend that you have. Um, there's just something about him. What bums me out is that now everyone's doing all these Zoom calls and streamyards and stuff. How the fuck has he not been on any of these shows? That's true. But well, like, I, maybe he doesn't. Well, I don't. I don't know why he moved uh, away from the California area. I've heard but rumors, but I'm not going to get. Into I that. have. I have to, but. It just maybe he just is stepping away from it. I I don't know. I don't know. But he still does his own channel, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's what they say. Like he still does. He still does JT movie things. That still his channel. He's he's bringing those guys on. Like he just had Dagnino on like two weeks ago. So I mean, I I don't know. And uh, Harloff's always said how much he loves him. Like I'm surprised he hasn't he hasn't had him on SCN yet. Man, well, I'm fuck man. Just open. Yeah, there's, we, there's, just some, there's just something about him that you can't help but not love him. Yeah, we got to make this happen, everybody. <laughs> yeah, JTE. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, JTE on on SEN. Or even oh, yeah. like when they did the Schmoes reunion. How the fuck was JTE not on there? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think for me, that was the one that was missing. Was JTE. Yeah. 
Him and him and Mary. Sackhoff should have been on there too. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, there, there's a few, but yeah, definitely JT was the glaring uh, omission. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And I, I hope they do some more of those. At least one more. It would be great. Yeah, but. me too. I that like I I'm unfortunately I'm the, I'm the kind of guy who came onto the schmoes kind of late. Uh, mm-hmm. I came on just before Harloff took his paternity leave. Um, but fuck, it, there was this, it was just something about that. It was magic. And yeah. seeing those guys do their their thing again was you can't nothing can ever take that away. It was really great. Yeah. Um and something else that could be never taken away from me at least is this fucking free agency signing weekend. Boy. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Um wow. <laughs> and I've got a list here of who was picked up and who went to who, and we'll yeah. run down it real quick. And I'm just going to say beforehand, because I worked during the day, I missed all this. I didn't know what was going down until oh, wow. like I, until uh, those of us in the Schmoes of the North were like, we were messing each other. And they were, that's how I was finding out who was picked because I, I didn't see any thumbnails or any, or any clips or anything. So it was like, Oh, all right. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously we talked about Molly Damon earlier. She was picked up by usual suspects. Um, good move on uh, Sam's yep. part there. Uh, How much Mance, you want to bet Rachel had a hand in that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to. Yep. Uh, Mance, Mance Man is back, dude, which I'm excited. Uh, I still want to see a rematch, a Star Wars rematch, Mance versus uh, Roka. What would it be, the third one or something? A star- yeah, it would be the third one, but a Star Wars match between those two, really? Yeah, they, that's the one they had... They had the uh, wasn't it a Star Wars or was it a Star oh, Wars match be, or was it just the best bin question? It, it was the best bin question. That when that happened, Star Wars League was a glint in Christian Harloff's eye. Okay, okay. Well, that's why I was thinking that though, because that was just such a huge yeah. brain fart, is what we'll say. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know, be a fun exhibition match between those two: Star Wars versus Star Trek. Oh wow. You yeah. know what? That really would. Battle of the Stars. Exhibition match. Do that yeah. shit, Christian. Yeah. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Uh, oh, Perry Nemiroff is back, too, which I'm excited See, about. Me, too, but that surprised me because uh, no, this is not a spoiler, but when she was in the new, re- it was the new release uh, exhibition, uh, after the whole thing was done, she said, as long as it's new releases match or Jurassic Park, I'm down for this. So I figured she would only do those specialty matches. So yeah. when she got drafted, I was I was shocked. Yeah, me too. I, I was not shocked that she went to Quirky Marks, though. No, me neither. But it's just the fact that she's come back. It's like, well, okay, let's see how this goes. Yep, yep. Um, who else we got? We got Sabina get Sabina Graves rather. Yeah, uh, she's going to Usual Suspects as well. Yeah, she. I took. I had her. I had to look her up because I didn't remember her, which I feel bad to admit. <laughs> That's all right, man. I, I'll yeah. admit that I didn't either, and I had to look her up as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's oh, good, man. good pick for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Sam made some uh, really good pickups here. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, he kind of uh, had to because he only had the yeah. six players going into it, right? Yeah, yeah. Now if we can just see him in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Uh, then we had Adam Collins uh, picked up by Corruption. I don't know uh, anything about this guy. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But, I mean, obvious. well, I almost said obviously uh, 
Shannon smells something in him that she wants. Uh, but mm-hmm. then you think, well, Bonnie didn't last too long. And she's really wanting to make Dewberry cry. So uh, who knows what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> yeah, she's, def- she's definitely a wild card, that, 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 that Shannon. Yeah, yeah, she's dude. She is the greatest heel in Schmodown history. Yeah, she's she's taking it to to it like an alcoholic to a bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, and I, I'll mention it again. Her breaking up the wild berries like within one minute. Yeah, uh, just was fucking like wow. <laughs> yeah, that cemented her. That cemented her legacy right there. Yep, yep. Because I was when when Winston took uh, Makuga. I was expecting him. I was expecting him to get do uh, Dewberry too, but uh, he did. Winston did pick up two, two more here in uh, yeah. in the free agency. Sean Gerber and Frank Mor- uh, Moran. Uh, yeah, do you I know don't anything know about these guys. Well, I I know a little bit about Sean just because he's played before. He was Sabine's right. tag partner last year. Okay, okay. Was last year it was the year before that. He was Sabine's tag partner. Um, he's a decent player. I wouldn't put him like, you know, top tier, like contend for a title, but he's a good player. He could definitely get you some points. And uh, this, uh, Moran guy. Yeah. He's another one. I don't know anything about. Yep. Yep. I'm not sure either. So it'll be interesting to see what they've got too. Yeah. Um, I, Winston, <laughs> dude, he just cracks me up. Drip, drip, all that, man. I just love I it. I still man. don't get that. I dude, we, <laughs> We were Kalen and I were talking about that the week before we had him on here, and uh, yeah. and we were trying to figure out what drip drip meant. And I was like, "Well, it, I mean, it's obviously sexual. I mean, I'll just say it, dude. I was pre cum <laughs> on the penis tip, is what I was thinking. <laughs> I'll just say it. That was the only thing I could think of. And uh, so we Googled it on the show, and it was it's slang for like fashion and like you know like uh, maybe not fashion, maybe I'm butchering, but it had nothing to do with sex. Um, okay, because yeah, that's but, uh, I always wanted to ask him. Yeah, well, he he ended up hearing that. He listened to that, and then when he came on the next week, he brought it up and was like, "Yeah, I, that was great." He's like, "Yeah, it had nothing to do with sex, though." <laughs> I mean, if you don't know what it means. And yeah. it's completely understandable where my mind went, but yeah. I live in the gut. I, I, so. I hear you. I'm 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 a white guy from like you know the mountains of BC, so I, I'm not I'm not hip as they say. <laughs> I'm sure you're hip, man. Everybody's hip in their own way. Well, I have a sore hip, but you know. True, true. I I got a bad back, so in knees and all yeah. that. I'm I'm old, dude, but I'm older than you. So what are you talking about? Um, we, uh, we also yeah, had, uh, <laughs> uh, Kaiser made a pickup for the dungeon and, uh, Andres, uh, get, is it gay? This is one. It's not Galago. The, the L's are pronounced with a Y, correct? I, I think so. This is actually a gentleman who I have not heard his name pronounced. I think it's Diego, perhaps. Okay. I'll take, I have to take your bad. word for it. I feel bad, but I just, I mean, I'm. I'm three quarter German and and a, and a fucking quarter Irish dude. I mean, I'm not the best with with names that don't sound like Smith. I, oh, nice. I mean, and I don't mean that in a rude way, but I yeah. mean, I'm just fucking damn it. I live in the middle of cornfields, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how to pronunciate names all that well. <laughs> yeah, this is a yeah. This is another gentleman again. I'm sorry, I don't I don't know him. 
Yeah, I'm not sure either. But again, yeah. the, these new ones, man, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're bringing because you never know. Dude, oh, these yeah. could be the next fucking superstars. Yeah, and that's that's the thing about these newcomers is like unlike the old timers, they grew up watching this, so they know yeah. how to play the game. They know Dukes. A lot of them have come up in the fan league, so I mean they're they 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 know their stuff. So it's interesting to see just how well they they measure up against the the legends. Yeah, for sure. Um, what one that I was shocked? Well, I wasn't. I wouldn't say shocked. I was shocked when I initially heard where Sabrina Ramirez went. Um, yeah. And and again, they, these people they got to pick where they were going. I wasn't aware of that at first, but I mean, so these people they picked where they went, which is really cool. Well, that's that's the thing about free agency, right? Like, I mean, it, it is uh, like all the people you reach out to you, and then yeah, you get to decide who it is. So yeah, yeah I, I like it. Great move on uh, her part. Yeah, and Sabrina, like I said, I I was shocked when she initially said Finstock Exchange. I'll just be honest, I was expecting the Den. I was kind of expecting her to stick with the SEN Live crew um, kind of thing oh. with Ben and, and, and yeah. uh, Kate. Well, I, think, but... I think they're dating. What's that? I think Ben and Sabrina are dating. I, I've wondered that too. But just because I... of some things I saw on Twitter, I think they're actually dating. I, I've wondered that too. I've wondered that too, um, but but in that in and honestly, that is well, not that I thought they were dating, but her and Ben being close, I that was another yeah. reason I kind of assumed that she would go to the den. But so I when she that. said Finstock Exchange, I was shocked. But then once I thought about it, and she was wearing all black at the time, I was like, yeah. okay, this makes sense. I don't know. I thought she. I would have with her. I thought would have thought swag. That too, yeah. RB three, yeah, and uh, and Ace the uh, the making mm, yep. of her. Oh. Mm. But yeah, that was an interesting move on her part. And then we found out that in her mind, it was between Rock Stars or Finstock Exchange. Yeah. Oh, and, and I mean that's really, I mean, that would be a hard decision, I would think, to turn down Roxy. It would be, but just think who your faction mates with. Yeah, I mean you've got right? yes. I mean you've got the fucking best. Yeah, you've got Mount Rushmore as the yeah. best of your of your your faction. So I mean it's a great decision on her part because I mean if you're going to learn, who better to learn from than the best? Yeah, and and that that was one where um and not not a knock to uh to Roxy's roster, but it, it's like you would said, man. Uh, the the roster Finstock has um. She can gain knowledge from the players in, as opposed to gaining knowledge from the manager, if that yeah. makes sense. No, it, make, um, it makes perfect sense because, honestly, if any of those guys were to retire, they would make great managers. And personally, yeah. I would be surprised if Riley does that. Really? See, yeah. what I've said is what I want is I want, I want Ben Bateman to be a player manager next year. A player manager. Really? Yes, I want that so fucking bad, dude. I think that would just be a one one I no matter who it is, I think it would be awesome to have a player manager. But I think that Ben, I mean, obviously can play. So uh, you know, if he's compete on the competing side, he's going to wreck some shit, dude. And then yeah. if he's managing too, I can imagine that he would probably be a damn good manager. And also, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, so I'm also probably a little biased thinking about Char uh, Charlie Hustle. Good old Pete Charlie Rose Hustle. was a player yeah. manager. 
Um, but yeah, I just was, think yeah. that would be really cool to have a player manager, no matter who it is. But I'm, I'm, I want uh, Boss Bateman to do that. I miss those days, uh, just where you saw player managers. Yeah, me too. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I found out just a couple weeks ago that Pete Rose played for the Expos, and I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know uh, that. Yep. Yep. Love Pete Rose, man. It's such a shame. Not going to get into it, but such a shame, dude. No. Dude should have been in the fucking Hall of Fame a long time ago. Yeah, based yeah based on his merits, and it's one of those things. Like I think again, I don't want to get too far into it, but I think what the Astros did was probably far far worse yes. than what Pete Rose did. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah, no knock against the Astros, but it's just that's just you know my 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 opinion on that. Yeah, poor David B. <laughs> You poor David B. Poor Tim Sim. Poor um, Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. We had I I I was raised in uh, I was born in Ohio, but raised in Houston uh, for the first bit of oh, my yeah. life. So, uh, like Cincinnati Reds are my favorite team, but I, I I've always had a love for the Astros. I went to many many Astros games when I was a kid. Um, See, so it's 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 a bit. Sad for me too, but I feel for those guys, especially because they still live there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I get it. Like I'm a Yankees fan, uh, just from the back in the days of the dynasty. But it's a soft spot for me for the Mariners because they're the first team I watched. Because we used to get their games up here in, in uh, Terrace, long, long, long ass time ago. There's an idea of how long I've been watching baseball. I remember when Alex Rodriguez was a rookie on the Mariners. Oh wow, that was a long time ago. That was. I forgot he played with the Mariners. Yeah, he played, I think, like three seasons, and he went yeah. to uh, Texas for a year, and then he went to the Yankees, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember when he went to Texas for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. But there we go again, guys, getting off track. That's I love it, though. <laughs> um, uh, we got four more pickups here to go. Well, five more, actually. Uh, I said four because another team was split up. Um, one that yeah. I mentioned earlier, late to the party, love them. They were split yeah. up. Uh, Robert made the decision to go to usual suspects, and Vanessa, yeah. uh, she's going to the den, which seems like a really good fit for Vanessa, especially. Um, Robert, I'll just have to take his word on it. it you know, what he said that usual suspects is where he needs to be for his gameplay. Yeah. But Vanessa, the den sounds like a really good spot for her. Yeah, it's good for her, and I think I do think the usual suspects is a good place for Robert because that's another one of those situations. Like now, your manager is a former champion, his fiance and probably secret co-manager is a former team's NIG champion. Yeah. Like there is a lot to learn from that group, and yeah, the Den is a great spot for for Sabine, for sure. Yeah, and, and I'm looking for uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of uh, drama unfolds. With with uh, Robert and Vanessa, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I think it'd be see how well they could pull that off because I don't think Vanessa's that great of an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would agree with you. I love their yeah. I love their reaction videos, but she's not acting yeah. in them. So. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, they're great. We we had them on uh, on an episode also, and they're a hell of a lot of fun too. Oh, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, there's 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 another two I would mind having another conversation with. Yeah, and now would be a good. T- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to him too. Now would be a fun time to have yeah. him on too. Um, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to mention that to Lou and Dave and see what they think. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but but man, Matt, dude, Matt, we're down to the last eh. three, dude. We're down to the last uh, three, which are the big dogs. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm gonna say 
Now, I'm going to go in in my mind the order from like uh like we'll save the best for last in my mind, which probably best, best not going to be <laughs> Yeah, but you, it's probably not going to be the the order everyone else would do. No. <laughs> but um first uh Evan Smith was picked up by uh Corky Marks. Yeah, which is a great fit for him, but I was shocked that he was in it was a free agent. Because honestly, with how busy he is, I thought he would be an exhibition match player only. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I really did. And um, same with another one of the uh, the free agents. Yes, yes. And uh, in, in, in something that was brought up on SEN Live was, you know, what if Kevin Smith spins the Kevin Smith category? Is he, you know, is he allowed to have that on there? And, and obviously, I agree with Christian when he's like, well, yeah. I mean, that's the game. That and who wouldn't want to watch fucking Kevin Smith try to answer questions about himself in his own movies? Not just that and see him possibly miss. Yes. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, It was either Alex Marzoni or Brendan Hanna that said, because those two and uh, Rachel Sostrini are roommates. And one of them had said on Twitter that when Kevin Smith announced that he had joined the Mercs, like Rachel screamed for like five minutes at the top of her lungs out of his (laughs) sight. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That that because, one especially, and I think the main reason everyone's looking forward to it is because we know who he's going to fight in a match. Yeah. It, holy shit, fuck. Roxy Stryer, she got Chris Jericho, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the biggest. I mean, in reality, that's the biggest name uh, th- yeah. to come out of the free agency. Although, for a reason I'll explain in a minute, uh, I think the biggest name is another guy. But <laughs> Yeah, no, the, like Chris Jericho joining this one. Again, another one I thought would be an exhibition match player only. But to have Le Champion as as one uh, on your team, like, dude's a pro wrestling Hall of Famer. He's a rock star. He's won, you know, his records have gone gold and I think might have gone platinum. Like, the dude is good at what he does. There's there's a reason why he's, he's for a while, called himself the GOAT. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. wow. As a wrestling fan, as a Chris Jericho fan, like, this was a fist pump for me. Yeah. And go Roxy. I mean, like Christian said, this was all Roxy. Yeah. So I'm yeah. with, amazing, amazing fucking job, Roxy. Very well yeah, done. No kidding. I wonder. I wonder if anybody else had tried to reach out to him, or it was just Roxy. You know, that's interesting because if others would that would, I would like to know who he snubbed to go with yeah. Roxy. But you know what? It just makes sense to go with Roxy because they they have you know yeah. similar acquaintances or friends like she uh, like X Pac, Sean Waltman. She's a good friend of. Of uh, his, and I mean Jericho. I'm assuming is an acquaintance of the guy, and it's just they, they've got those connections, and yeah, it, it's it, it's a good fit. A rock star on the rock stars. Hell yeah, hell yeah, definitely gonna be awesome there. Uh, now, but hey, this is a, this is something I this is something I saw trickle around. If only, hopefully Jericho, if he ever plays in studio, enters to his pro wrestling theme song "Judas" by Fozzie. Ooh, that would be great. That would be awesome, man. Like oh, oh, a competitor man. doing their own theme music. Oh, oh. sorry, David B., but I mean, like if it's Chris Jericho, you got to let him have it. Yeah, but then I was also about to say, but imagine if David B. did get to write his theme music for Bowdown. Wow. I can hear David B. come his pants from here. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
But man, I can't believe you said that, dude. Uh, David's my buddy, and he's been on this show many times, and I can yeah. hear his voice in my head. So now I'm just imagining him. I, I damn it, I got a bad visual of David B. jizzing in his pants now. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. You're damn welcome. It. <laughs> hey, David, you are a sexy motherfucker. I've yeah, told you that before. Bitches. Oh, man. But uh, you being from Canada, and I'm not going to make the assumption that you do like this show or that you've seen it, but I'm just going to say, being from Canada, one of the best Canadian shows I've ever fucking seen, Trailer Park Boys. You've seen that? Uh, no. I tried okay. to get into it. Yeah. Okay. It, I will admit, it. It, it ta- you have to be in a certain state of mind, perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that t- if I was, like, maybe my teens, that would have been my type of show, but at this yeah. point in time, nah. I'm a kind of a... I've, I've, uh, left that sense of humor kind of behind. Now I'm a 41 year old teenager. Um, <laughs> Young and uh, hard, right? Yeah, there was. I can't remember exactly what season it was, but there was a season on there that had three celebrity guest stars. We had, they had Snoop Dogg on the season and uh, oh uh, Tom Arnold and this next guy, stoner fucking comedian Doug Benson. Yeah, one of the usual he- suspects. Great pickup. Surprised he hasn't been, wasn't involved earlier. Really? I, I, they, I they, have you heard something? I haven't because I know that he and Roxy uh, are friends, and and she's been on his show. Uh, well, that's that's why because I mean, him and Roxy, Clark Wolf, okay. and Sam Levine have done his uh, Douglas movies many times. Like he's got a lot of uh, a lot of friends in the show now. That's why I'm surprised he never was a part of it earlier. I, I wasn't aware of that uh, at yeah. all. So yeah, that was that was a shock to me. I I mean that came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, uh, I was it, like, it, it makes sense. Yeah. The dude knows his shit. Does he really? Yeah. The only time I've ever heard him talk, he's stoned as fuck, dude. Which doesn't mean that you can't. You're not intelligent, but I mean, yeah. I won't lie, dude. I've been stoned as fuck too, and I talk like a fucking moron sometimes. <laughs> I've been stoned as fuck, and, and Matt still managed to build lumber orders. So, I mean, oh, if anybody predicts lumber Vancouver's hearing this, I'm sorry. I just admitted that I was stoned at work on the air. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Doug knows his shit. Um, so I'm, I'm not surprised. Great signing. Um, I would like to I would like to see him versus Kevin Smith in the match, stoner versus stoner. Oh. That would be oh, kind of funny. Oh, about stoner movies. Oh, yeah, that would be a – yeah. Dude, I'm tweeting out at Christian as soon as we're done. Yeah, need yeah, an exhibition yeah. match. I'll retweet it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but hey, guys, we are now to the the uh, the teams match that dropped today. Uh, let's wrap this up, man, because uh, this was a good, 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 yeah. good, good fucking match, dude. I had so yes, much it fun. Was. Uh, we had the real rejects from Quirky Mercs playing the Pride from the Den. Yeah. Oh, dude, jump into it, man. It was great, dude. What'd you think? It was, you know what? It was uh, like last week, great back and forth match. Like it it was down to the five pointer again. And, you know, the you can never count the real rejects out. Like, yeah, they have a bad record, but it's not like they've ever lost by a lot. Like they've always been in there. And yeah, yeah this this is a match that just proved all I needed was one question to go the other way. Yeah, it, well, their last match, they had the perfect – no, they had two perfect rounds, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And like, hum- Humphreys is an under underrated player. Yeah, and they're a hell of a lot of fun. I'm I, I'm really enjoying the personality that they're bringing yeah. this season. 
Yeah, I'm so glad that they're that they're around to take up the mantle that the Wildberries left behind. Like, yeah, there's a different type of humor and shenanigans than the Wildberries had, but it's kind of nice that you have that still in the league. Like when they entered with Roka's mask last time, I I swear yeah. I haven't laughed that hard at a schmo down in a long time. Like, yeah, that, that, was was that was good. Hilarious. Yeah, I was a little shocked. I, I don't know a lot about their interests, but just based on their silliness, you know, I was I was kind of shocked that they stuck with horror and that they were so excited when they spun horror. Yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Because that's one of those things like horror. I don't know it's, it's 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 always funny when you hear who's a big horror buff, and yeah, it definitely definitely was like, well, let's see how this goes. You know what? They did pretty damn good. Then they come out of the second round with the lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it was a one point game in the end. So I mean, it was not it was not a blowout or anything at all. I mean, it came down no. to the wire. Yeah, and, and the den or the pride played exactly as uh, how I thought they would. Yeah, me too. Um, Although I do have one criticism uh, of the Den, uh, or not the Den, but uh, the Pride. Uh, Mainly, mainly Rachel in in this specific instance. Um, And it's nothing, you know. Again, like I said, it's nothing personal. This is this has to do with character. Okay, she broke character, dude. When Um, when she high fived old dude from No Rejects. Oh, really? You, yeah, you don't like that. See, the thing well, is with I me mean, is they, they just... say they're heels is my point. And if you're a heel doesn't do that kind of shit. They talk a lot of shit like they're heels, but they need to work on it. In my opinion, they're too you're nice. right. You're right. But if you look back at the history of the Schmodown, how many people have kept character during the match? It's Very not few. that much. Exactly. So it's like, so, so for me, it's, it's just hard for the course. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, but it's part of the course. Like you're not a Roka, you're not a Kalinowski who know know how to do it and know to you know you're yeah. you're killer. You're the outlaw right now. You're not John or, or Mike, right? So I mean, it's not something that's ever really bothered me. I didn't really think twice about it. Yeah, it it's not something like it's not a big issue. It's just one of those where um, it's just it's just a small a small technical nitpick. Uh, yeah. I, I maybe shouldn't even have brought it up, but I, I noticed little things like that. And Christian does bring up sometimes about uh, about people, especially Kalinowski, breaking character yeah. because in going, he's just nice, and which is, which is great. And that's one thing yeah. I want to tell Mike that I appreciate and love about him is that he is he is a heel, and he's yeah. a good heel. But I like that he's such a nice person in, in real life that he can't he can't keep in it at all times. You know what I'm I love it when he breaks that because it's like, dude, yeah. it's like seeing a complete fucking ass. And I'm not saying he's an asshole. I'm just saying as an example. It's like yeah. seeing a complete fucking asshole like do the sweetest thing for somebody and you're just like, dude, that's awesome. I, I can't speak for the guy, but I think what Christian takes most is when they break character during the interviews. That's one thing when you're on stage, true, but true. but it's the it's the interviews where you're supposed to stay in character, and I think that's probably where where Harloff has the issues. That's a very fair point, man. That's a yeah. solid point, and I'd never I never really thought about it like that before. So I think I'll be less nitpicky about it. Yeah, because that's like one of those things. Like, if imagine if Rowdy Roddy Piper during an interview broke character and like high fived a child when he was like the hottest heel in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, you turned me on that one. Yeah. That's a solid point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I, I love it though. Uh, I, I love their chemistry. Uh, Rachel and Ben's chemistry. They got something good oh, going yeah, they're there. They're great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. They're definitely, they're going to, uh, 
if this thing comes back, uh, I can see them maybe having a title shot within the next year. I could see that too. I could yeah. see that too. And uh, again, it was a one point match, dude. It, yeah. Which is fucking so good, so good. Yeah, the, yeah. The real rejects have nothing to be uh, upset about. Nope, not at all, not at all. But uh, shit, fuck, guys. That's the fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, that, man. It's been a long time since since I went over two hours, man. And I, it's I've never done it with just uh, two people on the show. So, dude, we this fucking solid show, buddy. That's oh, here's here's the thing. In high school, my nickname was Motormouth Matt. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I would never had any nicknames about my mouth, but I I did yeah. get hit in my mouth because of my mouth. Oh, nice. Yeah, see, I was never that bad. I just, because I'm French, I have a habit of being very animated and talking very fast. Yep. Hey, man, I like I said, I'm three-quarter German and quarter yep. Irish. I just like to, you know, I, I, I just like to to get drunk and get drunk, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Drunk and get drunk some more, but I don't yeah. even drink. But anyway, uh, yeah. stereotypes about our nationalities. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's all right. At least I'm making fun of the uh, the the heritage in which I come from. So <laughs> exactly, if you can't make fun of your, yourself, you can make fun of. Exactly, dude. I say that too. Um, yeah. But hey, man, it was great having you on. Really appreciate your time, and uh, we're definitely gonna uh, to we're good. Uh, excuse me, we're definitely gonna have to reschedule and have uh, have your full crew on. That that would be just much fucking fun but thanks for your time yeah. man it's been great oh no problem man Th- thanks for having me this has been a lot of fun yeah i'm actually you know what as much as it went by fast i'm surprised we did almost two and a half hours myself yeah yeah me too uh our oh, producer josh is gonna be like dude what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah lou and uh dave are gonna be like what the hell guys but no it has been a lot of fun like it's great it was easily great talking to you like it just was easy yeah, very much so, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, why don't you tell listeners where they can find you personally at and uh, go ahead and plug Schmoes of the North and anything yeah. else you got going on, man. The floor is so, yours. So you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Soda underscore the underscore Saxman. The reason that I have that name is because, yes, I play the saxophone. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me usually lurking around the Schmoes of the North Facebook page. Uh, we've also got the Schmoes of the North YouTube channel and podcast feed. Uh, on the podcast feed, we have Louie doing the Frenchie Watches, where he watches a, a movie with a, a somebody, and either one of them hasn't seen the movie, and they just discuss about it. You should go into the psychology of the movie, or whenever I'm on the trivia, because that's my my oeuvre, as they say. And uh, another show, which I haven't done in a couple weeks, but I'm hoping to give a new episode, is called Ringside Rewind, where I do the same thing. I'm a big wrestling fan, so I get somebody who either hasn't watched wrestling in years, or has never watched the match. Get them to watch it, and then we go over with the match and do what the, how they felt about it and what have you. And uh, over on the Schmoes of the North YouTube page, we've got our regular Schmodown 9 Canada, which comes every Tuesday, I believe it is. And uh, we also do a series called Northern Consultations, where we interview people of the, the Schmodown. And we just dropped one this week with uh, Laura Kelly. And uh, we've also got, um, who is, uh, Frankie Numbers is coming down the pipe. And we also mm. just recently did uh, have one with John Roca. Which for me was a huge thing because uh, I, I I admire Roka so much, and a lot of the things he says I take to heart, and so it was it was it was a highlight for me that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to that one specifically. Uh, like yeah. I said earlier, man, uh, I am I have just become such a huge 
fan and supporter of Roku. I I really really just love love his content. Yeah, he sees some someone that uh you know if you're his friend, he's got your back. Yeah. Yeah, and and you, he says what he thinks, he says what he means, yeah. and whether you like it or not, you respect the fact that you know exactly where he's staying. Exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. brutally honest and that's what I love about him. Damn right. Damn right, man. And uh, if you guys want to follow me on the Twitter, you can do so at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E-1134. And follow this show as well as the others that you heard in the promo on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms. Uh, I just go to Anchor. I advise folks to go to Anchor because I'm techno- technologically stupid. I can't even say the word technologically <laughs> without messing it up. So I just say go to Anchor. Uh, also, there's uh, you can find those shows in, in Merc with the Movie Blog channel on YouTube. And like I said earlier, SEN After Live on YouTube. Uh, go subscribe. Uh, check out our shit. We got all of our shows uh, up, up to date on there now. So you can hear everything. And uh, yeah, holy shit, fuck, guys. It's been a really good time with you, Matt. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, thanks again. Thanks for having me. And yeah, it was equally as great time as uh, me. And that's one of the things I love about this is I'm able now. I live in, a, like I said, small town, isolated. Next town's like an hour away, sort of thing. It's nice to be able to actually talk to people with similar interests with me and actually have a good time doing it. So, yeah, thanks for oh, having yeah. me. And I hope to be on. So, uh, hope to be on again. Oh yeah, man, for sure, for sure. It, like I said, we'll have uh, we'll, we'll be sure and get your whole crew on at the same time. Have have all yeah, of you guys it, on so. It'd be great. Just mean, loose, swear at each other and friends sometimes, and uh, lose always making fun of Dave. So it's a hoot. Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, guys, uh, we really appreciate you checking us out, listening to us. And uh, as always, be safe. Have a great week. And we will talk to you next week with Winston Marshall on the show. Uh, I'm working on David B. as guest host next week. Um, see what I can do. I'll have to uh, hope he doesn't hear this episode and and find <laughs> out that I had visuals and, and could hear him jizzing in his pants. That might be awkward <laughs> next time we talk, but we'll sort that out. Uh, yeah. I got faith. But uh, everybody, uh, Matt, once again, thank you. And everybody listening, please come back next week and be safe out there. Bye.